Hello everyone, welcome back to the Horsey and Fox podcast. We've been on a bit of an extended hiatus. The last That's episode true. we did was yeah. was just before Halloween, and now it's near the end of November. Oh my god, dude. I just... Sorry, this is completely thrown the, the intro out of whack, but I just took a fucking <laughs> sip of my drink. It, I So, I have... I thought it was a I thought it was a can of Coke Zero that I poured into my glass. But yeah. it's not at all because I have I I bought these cans of um Jack Daniels and Coke. Oh god. And it's the same color. That's what I've poured in my fucking glass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Coke. That's Maybe that absolutely pours the can into a glass anyway. Drink out of the can. It's right, the receptacle is right there. It saves you doing the washing up. You know? No, but it's well, well no because you just put it in the dishwasher oh, so well, it doesn't yeah, matter. True, yeah. Um but no, I, I wanted I wanted some ice. I wanted some ice in mm. my glass with a with a nice Coke. But it's not that. It, it's nice uh, Jack and Coke. It's fine. This you is fine. That. Yeah, it's good. It's those pre-mixed cans you can get. Yeah, I got them because I was think I was wondering like, oh, I wonder what they're like. So I was like, I'll give it a go. Why not? I used to drink those um, uh, for pre-drinks before going to the club when I was a young uh, lad. Classic, classic. Go to the shop we needed and just to buy uh, loads of those. Sorry, what's that? Yeah. We oh, we need we just need I got them because we needed to pay a bit more to like get money off the shopping or something. So I was like I just saw them on the shelf. I was like, ah throw those in. I'll grab some of those, see what they're yeah, like. Why not? They're good, they're good. Um <coughs> Wait, are they uh, Coke yeah. branded? Yeah. Oh, the ones I have were Jack Daniels branded. Well they're both. This is Jack Daniels and Coke branded. Both. They've got the big Coke logo on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coca Cola. Weird, mine was just the ones I used to get were just Jack it looked like a Jack Daniels bottle. Like that design, but on a can. Yeah, they're great. I mean, either way, it's probably the exact same product. So, yeah, that's true. It tastes good. Now I know what it is. It just scared the shit out of me when mm. I took the first sip. I thought Elver had been putting like antifreeze in your drink or something. <laughs> well, I mean, that, life insurance. Yeah, I mean, it could it could be that too. <laughs> I don't, who knows? Could really, be. these days with um, the cost of living and all that, people are doing some crazy stuff, aren't they? Yeah, that's that is true. That is definitely true. Mm. Um, but yeah, we're here we're for episode 18 of the Horsey and Fox podcast. We're here for the Spider-Man 2 spoiler cast. Yeah. Um, it's games we, like a month and a half Yeah, I've, I've forgotten most of it, but so I'll like, remember. I'm sure I'll remember. I'll I think I still have my notes from when I played it. So I'll oh, get that those works. Um, but yeah, before we before we kick things off, before we uh, get into everything, there's a bit of housekeeping we want to do, um, which first of all, I wanted to say the last episode of the year will probably be the next episode. Mm. So... We wanted it to be a Christmas episode, so send us in your Christmas stories or dreams or yeah. whatever. Or creepy pastas. Um, <laughs> or Christmas and creepy pastas. Who knows, really? <laughs> we. I this time I will make sure I go into the helpful review section of the comments, mm. um, so I don't miss out on. on yeah, those. Um, I'm sorry for that, guys. We we missed all of your fucking spooky Halloween comments because they went yeah. for some reason into the held for review section of the comments instead of yeah. actually being commented which is helpful yeah, I, I, it is helpful i didn't think to look i didn't think to look for some reason no i mean it doesn't um, make any i never check that section ever i don't think anyone yeah. does i do sometimes which is weird that i didn't check it for this um, there are some funny things in there sometimes but... i do sometimes check it mostly it's like spam and shit or people getting really angry but i think there's one <laughs> of mine this is unrelated but one of one of mine in in the spam filter is um a big thread on one of my odyssey videos where people keep replying to it but they all keep going into the spam filter so there's like hundreds and hundreds backlogs of comments that just don't show up because they've 
I don't know, they keep getting caught the spam for some reason by YouTube, which makes sense. Because YouTube's like, oh, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. No one wants to read that shit. (laughs) That's true. I definitely don't. People Um, writing essays in the comments of an already very long video about their opinions of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it's 2023. We do it. Get over it. That is true. That is true. Um, But yeah. But yeah, but that's the request. Give us some Christmas related stories, um, dreams, whatever. I'll make sure to check, yeah, and we'll, we'll put them in the next episode. What's your favourite we'll gift have, uh... you got as a child? Yeah, what was your favourite gift as a child? Your favourite um, Christmas. Your favorite I'd love Christmas to know. Mishap. Yeah, we can you know? we can talk about some. Maybe if we have any come spring to mind. If we have anyone left that wants to watch the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. That's also true. Um, but that'll be that'll be good. It um, would be a good time. I love Christmas. We we love Christmas over here we do we definitely do and it's nice to have the crew i mean i've got the tree up already um because I was, I was working on my christmas video which is a bit of i guess a bit of an update just to let you know that's what i'm doing i'm working on a christmas video so if anybody's wondering oh bloody where's where's lasers gone what's he doing that's what i'm doing um that's the next video that'll be out this year um, thank god there's no advent calendar this be year nice. thank fuck because <laughs> that was hell to be honest with you oh, so god that is that is good that is good but that's what i'm working on that'll be out uh probably ideally i want to get out on the first of december um tomorrow and now uh, yeah tomorrow um i need to render it overnight and then get it up um but it might not and it might go out on the second or something i don't know i don't know when this podcast's going out to be honest with you true this is like um, a weird it's gonna be a weird time people can be like yeah. what's well, already out what are you on about yeah i genuinely have no fucking idea when i'm putting this out maybe it'll be when i'm back from ireland because i'm going to ireland yeah, for it'll days, go out whenever it's we'll fine. figure it out we'll unless you want me to um, do it send me all the assets no no it would be it would still be quicker <laughs> if i do it i think probably true, 100 um 100%. We, oh what, What's what, that? Hang on a minute. What God, the fuck was that? The fuck is this podcast right now? <laughs> Elvis locked herself out. Hang on a minute. I oh, need to go. Oh no, that's I okay. I need to go. Let, let her in. I'll keep it going. I'll keep it going. <laughs> oh, uh, do you do your update about the the oh, Sonic, Sonic Frontiers? Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell people um, about it. All right, I'll, I'll be back in a sec. <laughs> this has been quite a turbulent beginning of the podcast, but yeah, um, I thought I'd get this out the way before we start talking about Spider Man Two. Um, my Sonic Frontiers video. I finished the original script, which is about 35,000 words long. Well, I finished writing that ages ago, but I finished editing that section. It's about three hours long. Uh, and I was like, well, I want to talk about the post-launch updates because the, the game got three updates uh, after the game came out um, that add a lot of content to the game. And the final one is a, is a story DLC. So I was like, well, I kind of want to go in depth about all this stuff because if I don't, Sonic fans are going to be like lambasting me if the video hits the algorithm. Um, So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to talk about the updates. The update section of the video ends up being at 20,000 words long somehow. I don't know how how that happened, which adds an extra two hours. Oh, you're right. Hello. I was just telling them about the um, predicament with my Sonic video right now because the original script... Well, the, like the, the the initial base game section is done. The three hours is done. And that was mm-hmm. what the video was supposed to be. Uh, but obviously I wanted to talk about the post-launch updates. And I was like, I kind of want to go in depth with this. Um, because I don't really yeah. want to write a half-hour section at the end. And obviously with one of them being a story DLC, it's like that's a lot of shit. Um, so yeah, that's true. I ended up adding another 20,000 words onto my script. <laughs> Which adds two hours to the three-hour video, so it's going to be five hours long. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, well, you know, big videos attract people. So, it's like, how is anyone going to be able to resist? Exactly. 
they're gonna see a five-hour Sonic Frontiers video, and they'll be like, "No one like, cares about this game anymore." But this guy does. I have to click on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh man. The crazy thing is, you most of the comments are gonna be people that have not watched the video yeah. and just like mad at like the first the five title or something. You're mad at the title. Or the title. Yeah. Like the title oh, is man. Sonic Frontiers was almost great. So it's, half the comments are gonna be. What do you mean almost? I thought it was great. I had a really good time playing it in my my 200-hour stint playing it. It yeah. was a very good time. Oh, my God. Fuck. <sighs> that is... Yeah. That is a lot. I mean, the thing is... The thing that I love about the stuff that you've been doing, and by that, I mean the two recent videos you've done, <laughs> being Horizon, which was like almost a year ago, whenever yeah. the fuck you put it out, <laughs> and then the Sonic one. Is that's the kind of shit I fucking would love to do, just mm-hmm. to sit down and be like, I'm going to make like a five, six-hour video on like just a game that i just really want to make this like in-depth like thing on yeah but like man i just don't take too long time to do it it takes too long and i have to stuff out yeah it's like i'm already you know i'm already i'm already pushing it a bit with the type of stuff i make now um Mm. that i'm like you know trying to trying to balance it because obviously you can't go full in like quantity because then you're going to lose everyone everyone's going to tune out yeah um, but, you, but you can't go but like also like for me i can't at least at the stage i can't go full quality because i mean i think my videos are good but mm-hmm. i can't go like down the route of i'm just going to spend six to 12 months working on a single video yeah because i will lose my house so it's like i gotta balance <laughs> it um but, oh god yeah you know, no that must be know. tough to be fair having to compromise like that yeah um, it is it is a bit but at least at least i can still make you know stuff that i want you know i made i, made, I mean i made a five-hour video on assassin's creed one which was great yeah um, that'll work that'll do yeah i mean I, i'm pretty happy i think this year to be honest with you is and I'm, I'm sure we'll do more like reflection on this year next episode but i think this year has been a really good year in terms of like content and stuff and consistency and everything for me at least which is it's been nice overall yeah um, which is good, but, but good next episode we'll, we'll we'll do a bit more of that. Talk about you know how how the year's been and stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it'll it'll be that sort of wrap up episode. Yeah. Shame we couldn't get to twenty. We're gonna end the that year on nineteen. I mean, we could easily do like a five minute episode. And be like, it's episode nineteen. Um, we could do. Uh, we could do. We could do one of those ones, um, like one of the old pods, where they just like it's like five minutes of Lewis <laughs> talking to some random fucking guy. Yo, Imitsu. That's who who's not. Was. Who's not Simon? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, do you remember that section on the old pod where they he calls Simon up on the phone and Simon pretends that he's not Simon. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a classic. That's a classic. A good they section. also did they they used to have those segments and they do it for one episode. <laughs> like the episode before they come up with all the segments and then mm-hmm. the next episode they do them all and then yeah. never do it ever. What again. like uh into the mind of woman and Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Love is Virion's like film a butterfly. reviews. Yeah. This is Virion's film reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Great and they just never again. It never comes back up again. I love <laughs> that though. Time. It's fucking amazing. They were even talking about getting a fucking economy set. Like who gets? Who thinks? An economy let's get an economy section on our gaming related podcast. <laughs> and I suppose it wasn't even gaming related. They just talked no, about it wasn't. Wow, every yeah. now and then, and the rest of it yeah. was just random shit. Yeah, it felt like they were on fucking Ventrilo, and they would like. Mm. It would be like between sessions of World of Warcraft, it felt like. Yeah. It would be like the conversations they'd have, and then Lewis would just edit them together. It was amazing. He just records people great. without them knowing. Just <laughs> press the record button while everyone's on vent. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Oh, man. You'll never, there'll never be another days. podcast like it ever. You know, I know. There, there I won't know. be. It's sad. I know. Well, as much as we try. Yeah. As much as we try as as we to try. copy them. <laughs> yeah, we can't. 
We can't. But it's okay. Um, we're the horsey and fox. But, you know, we're something completely different. We've carved out our own niche in this small part of YouTube. Yeah, very that's small true. part that's of true. YouTube. And it, it's also it's also interesting listening to the early dog <clears throat> pods because sometimes they talk about their viewership, and they have like five hundred listeners or something. Yeah, and it's like that's crazy. That's good. We have more. We have more listeners than they had. Oh shit! At the beginning, because you know. That's crazy. Like we get, we get like five hundred to a thousand on like combined podcast services. Then we get like true, yeah, eight hundred to sort of twelve hundred views on YouTube. Yeah, Um, we're bigger than the Yolk Pod. Bigger than the Yolk Pod. Yeah. If if only we were in two thousand nine, yeah, then that would be be great. True, (laughs) this podcast would be ahead of its time, (laughs) really far ahead of its time. But yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you ever think about if you had all the knowledge you have now and you went back to like two thousand eleven? Do you think like you'd be able to just like create a fucking media empire? What was uh, would I be the age now that I am now in two thousand eleven? Yes, you just you just you just time travel back in time. Yes, I reckon you could. Yeah. You could copy all the. Okay, no, just... I don't mean I don't I don't mean like copy. Oh, yeah, obviously that would probably work. But yeah, you could but... just do like the most popular Minecraft series, but just do it you instead. You know. Yeah, I, I think it because you look at a lot of the popular stuff back then, and a lot of it was like very scuffed in how it was. And it's like if you made yeah. the stuff like, but did it your way and high quality and stuff, like it's like you could easily. It'd be so easy. But now you could do so much. Oh god, the possibilities yeah. of that question are insane. Like you could do tutorial videos for like Easter eggs in video games that no one knows about that you know about because you know it's years <laughs> yeah. ago people found it. I'd be That's insane. true. I see. When I asked the question, what I meant more so was the knowledge you have of how to produce a video. No, I wouldn't fucking. Like, why would I use that? Not one? like, just copy not everyone. like your memory of like Shadow <laughs> of Israel and then making it yourself before they well, do I it. Do that. I'd have no friends, so I wouldn't be able to do that anyway. Because I assume That's I'm, true. Because well, no back one would be. You'd have to. Exist. You'd have to make. You'd have to make friends. You'd have to. Yeah, true. You wouldn't be able to make friends with your current friends because they'd all be like ten, or for yeah, me at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you'd have to. Yeah. So if like we were to go back to 2011, you'd have to make new friends. You have to go find friends. You have to go, go, I don't know, go to the pub or something. I'd just make random videos like, uh, oh, next ten COD titles leaked, and like just make it with like, like just that. prediction videos. Yeah. Like, and they'd eventually just get millions of views because people would be yeah, like, how does this fucking guy off. know? You know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe I would just make Assassin's Creed videos again. Yeah, you could be like, oh, I've just got uh, got insider knowledge that in 2014 Assassin's Creed Unity is going to be released and that it's going to be the worst game in the city. I'd just be like really oh specific with it. And could then... you imagine that if you if you came went back in time and you were in like 2011 and you were like telling everyone about Assassin's Creed 3, you got every single thing right. Ubisoft would be like, what the fuck? But send How have you done that? A fucking strike team to your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you couldn't be too overt because I feel like the government will get involved. Mm. I feel like they'll be like, "That is not. That's actually not possible that you're doing that." You'd have to make sure that you're not like predicting major world events and stuff, and the government would be fine. They'd be like, "Oh, he's just like leaking the next AC game. I don't give a shit about that." True, but I suppose they'd think they'd be like, "That is an unexplained. Like, we need to like te- do tests on this person to see well, what, just act dumb. why." Like, I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but they're, just, yeah, but they're just gonna come into your house and kidnap you. Yeah, do and they what? cut they you open on a table. And oh my god! Test test your brain. Or MI5 something. starts hacking me to pieces, and they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> He's just from the future. I don't even know how they'd find that out. Uh, they w- yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They wouldn't. I mean, you could say like, "Oh, I'm from the future," and then maybe they wouldn't do the tests. 
Well, then yeah. they'd be like, well, you've got to tell us about all the terrorist attacks that are going to happen, and you can't. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't know like, about any that are going to happen. <laughs> they'd, really. be like, they'd be like, why did you time travel back to 2011 specifically? It's like I make Minecraft um, content. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why didn't you go back to like 2001, like before, before 9-11? Why didn't you do but that? I've seen the episode of Family Guy. If you go like, back yeah, in time one. and stop 9-11, yeah, you other can't, crazy probably. things will happen. I forget what um, happens in the episode, to be honest. Uh, Brian is like the author of Harry Potter. Oh or god, no, that'd be awful. You <laughs> you go you go back in time, you and then you change nine eleven. You come back to the modern day, and you are J.K. Rowling, and everyone hates you, and your family are hates you, you. Are you also transphobic, or are yes. you still you? Have to be. Oh, well, I mean, okay. <laughs> that version of you is because you became J.K. Rowling, and you but come it, back. I think <laughs> I it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't that averting. I think. I think I'm wrong. It wasn't that averting 911 made him the author of Harry Potter. He he chose to become the author of Harry Potter because he averted 911. He. I think it was when they went back again because he averted 911. They came back. Something was wrong. Then they went back again to fix it. And when they came back, he was the author of Harry Potter. Uh... And then they had to go. Stewie was like, "Oh, we're gonna go back and do it again." <laughs> what a good episode. That's a Classic. good fucking episode. It is a good episode. It's like just yeah. on the taper end of when Family... Well, to be honest, it's probably when Family Guy was already shit. Maybe. Know, they had some good episodes sort of every now and then. Yeah. What do we do talk about Family yeah. Guy? It's fucking been recorded no for 17 it. minutes. It's the Spider-Man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man. Um, that's how much we like it. It's a great game. Um, it's, okay. It's good. First off, then, we're jumping into Spider-Man. Let's fucking do this. Let's do it. Um... What what are your what are your overall thoughts? Nothing specific, just overall thoughts on the gameplay story, just generally speaking. What what are you, what are you thinking about Spider Man Two? I loved it, but it was a game that um, it does some things better than the first, and it does some things worse than the first, mm-hmm. which I was surprised because I was expecting everything to be superior to the to the original game. But there were mm-hmm. some things in there, and it was a little bit like eh. And there were some things in there, you know, to do with the story and stuff, and I was a little bit like, eh. But mostly, I really enjoyed it. I had a great time with it. Side content was mostly fun, with a bit of shit in there, mm-hmm. uh, as open world games are. Traversal's 100% better than the first game. Oh, yeah. There's no, what, there's no debate about that. It just is objectively better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there's some things we can get into that I'll, that I'll probably, you know, jog my memory a little bit where i'm like ah yeah that was kind of shit mm-hmm. uh and that was great like there were some great moments in there and it was a fun game yeah. it was by no means a bad game yeah. it was great that's what i think about it i really liked it it was great yeah yeah i i generally agree i generally think it was great um <clears throat> wasn't one of the greatest games i've ever played and i do think it's the weakest insomniac spider-man game mm. out of the three that they've done but it wasn't at all like a God of War Ragnarok, where it's just like a, you know, um, war crime. It was, <laughs> it, it was, um, it was good. It was great, and it, gameplay wise, it's superior. Like in every way, gameplay wise is just better. Almost I can't think of every anything. way. What what ways would you say is is not combat? The, the lack really? of gadgets. Yeah, maybe. You know, see, you have that cool thing, gadget right? wheel in the first game with like all these different things you can do, and like you know <laughs> you can use them in stealth, and you can use them in different ways outside of stealth. It's replaced that with four gadgets for the entire game, and only I, one I of them agree. can be used outside of stealth. I, I in stealth. Yeah, I agree. I, I talked about this a little bit in my video. I think there's a there's a trade off there. Is that the game is way better balanced now? Like to beat 
the game and to be good at it when you're on the harder difficulties and stuff you have to be good at the game you have to be good at the combat yeah whereas in spider-man one because there were so many gadgets there were tons that could just cheese it there were tons yeah, that you like, could, you could just like yeah. you could just like throw enemies off the edge most of them would just like stick enemies dead to a wall straight away or would like stun enemies too too aggressively mm. um miles really really um worked like fixed that but it did it in a way that again it's you've only got four gadgets in miles yeah, um, i wanted all like eight or nine of them that were in the first i was looking forward to that it was like and a whole like, like sort of yeah. skill ceiling to the combat in the first game with like quick switching between gadgets in between combos and stuff. And that's I just think gone. what they probably should have done <clears throat> was instead of just removing all of them, you should have tried to balance gadgets in a way where you can't cheese it so that you still have the creativity of like, oh, I have like eight, nine gadgets that I can switch between and yeah. they all do different things. Just you don't have ones bit. where like, the fucking air blast was stupid in Spider-Man 1. Like, yeah, swap that's that for something in Spider-Man 2 with the fucking thing that shoots out the gravity laser things that shoot people in the air. Like that same thing is in the game. Wait, what do you mean? You, you know in Spider-Man 2, uh, the gadget that it like shoots out this little drone and then it sh- then that drone shoots people that boost them in the air. God, I don't even remember the game that well. I mean, that's in um, Spider-Man 2. That is... It's pretty you know, much I think the same I do thing. remember it. What, yeah, but I'm talking about um, not the grav boost, the, the grav lift thing from Spider-Man 1. I mean the concussion blast that would like just send people flying. So, like, is that not also in Spider-Man 2 as well? <laughs> nah, not the... Not the well, you have the you have like the if you upgrade the <clears throat> web zippy thing, it does send them flying backwards. That is true. Yeah. Um, ah, it's it's difficult. I think Spider Man One had a greater amount of like creativity, and there's like a sandbox element to it where you can really do a bunch of crazy stuff, but at the expense of the combat being difficult because you could make it super easy. Yeah, you could just like stand you... still and just activate gadgets, and then the the, the combat encounter was over. Yeah, like if you, in Spider-Man 1, if you shoot the grav lift at a group, they all float in the air, and then just as they hit the ground, if you shoot a web bomb, it'll stick them all to the ground. You can take, like, 12 guys in one hit. Oh, shit. And I it's like, do that's that insane. That's insane that you I can do that. I missed the so... web bomb as well. So oh, it's... Uh... And the impact webs. I mean, I guess the impact webs are kind of still in it uh, with the ricochet web in Spider-Man 2, but it's, like, it's not the same... You know, yeah, or like it's, that it's... web that you can use in stealth, the the mine that like, the zip, the like, yeah, the zip, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah the mine it thing. like it like when someone walks by it, they'd get attached to the wall. Like, yeah, where's that? I missed it. Yeah, Ugh. it's true. It's there's there's an element of there's a lot more you can do with gadgets in stealth in the first game, whereas in the second one, it's a lot more combat oriented. Stealth sucks in um, the second game. It's it's, fucking I mean, pointless. stealth uh, honestly, stealth sucks in all three, to be honest. Yeah, but at it's least it's like a means you to have tools to anything. use in the first game. In the second one, it's li- like there is no advantage to stealth in the second game at all. And I mean, there's it could be barely quicker. Can it? You it can feels serve, like it takes you can longer. serve focus and stuff. You build focus ready for the boss. Oh, what difficulty did you play like, on? Uh, whatever the hardest one was. Uh, I played on normal, so right. I probably it was probably even more useless for me for, uh, to use yeah. stealth. I, I wish I would sense. have played it on the on Ultimate. I'll probably once New Game Plus comes out, I'll probably go back and play it. Again. Yeah, well, Ultimate you have to beat the game to unlock it. So the highest, I think it was spectacular. Was oh, what I had okay. To play it on. Okay, yeah. Um, which is a bit of a shame, but it was it was really good. I really liked how difficult it could be. Like some of the bosses, like the 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 Mister Negative fight you do 
um, as Miles. The first uh, when you're kidnapped one. Wait, by Craven. But there is only one, actually, isn't there? Yeah, it's when yeah when you've been kidnapped and you go into that like arena. That boss was sick on 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 a spectacular. So it was the that one was against against Peter as well. That was really good as well. Oh, that was hard. Um, and I was playing on normal, and that was hard. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. I liked that there was a lot of bosses. Oh, the great one of the best ones I think was uh, the the boss fight against Lizard that you do. Oh, that was um, so good. It was so fucking good. That was really um, good. I, I died uh, numerous times. And yeah, I was same. just like coming back and learning the patterns. It was great fun. The bosses were standout in Spider-Man 2, definitely. Yeah, they were very good, for sure. But um, mm. yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Uh, that is true. Overall story, I suppose. Do you want to talk about um, that? Like moments that yeah. stood out for us or like towards the beginning guess... of the game or trying to think the best way to tackle this because there's a lot of things that happen okay let's so do much. it let's let's group together particular things so let's talk about um let's talk about generally first peter's story and arc and his sort of journey mm. isolated like yep. what do you think about pete like how did what do you what did you think about peter's character journey like with the symbiote with his relationship to harry and mj and miles and like just for, for, for that character i thought it was a really fun symbiote story you know, it's it's by no means treading new ground. It was some, you know, I, it was pretty much what I expected. You know, he's chilling, doing normal Spider-Man stuff. You know, we obviously knew that Harry had the symbiote from the post-credit scene of the first game, so we've known that for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I knew that was obviously going to play a factor into it. Harry shows up, he's chilling. Um, you know, he gets the symbiote, starts becoming a bit of a bit of a bastard. It, it was pretty much what I expected to happen, but I enjoyed it. It was good fun, like especially you know when he gets the symbiote and there's that slow sort of decline uh, from you know being a nice guy and then feeling overconfident and you know like this suit is amazing and then it just gets to him and he's just being a prick all the time to everyone. Like especially mm-hmm. um, uh, how his relationship with Miles sort of. Uh, devolves a little bit while he's wearing the symbiote. It's like that period of the game where Peter doesn't speak to Miles for like a good few hours of the game and, and Miles is feeling very dejected. Uh, I thought that mm. was really cool because it's like, you know, yeah. he's, Miles is the person that keeps Peter on track almost and he sort of lost touch with that to pursue the symbiote more. Um, and you mm. can really see that Miles is hurt by it and that he doesn't understand what's happening to Peter at all. I also liked yeah. that Miles was almost like like the moral character in the story as well like he was this sort of moral compass and once peter gets the symbiote the player sort of attaches themselves to miles like oh this is this is the spider-man now like you know peter's gone awol i quite like that you know um aspect of the story yeah i i think with with regards to that i like it but i think there's almost the game could have maybe benefited from being maybe two, three hours longer, maybe. I think it could Something have been longer. Something like that. I think it could have been so we could spend so we could spend a bit more time with Miles, just sort of mulling it over, yeah. like his dis like dejection from Peter, because I feel like it's almost like at points he gets quite sidelined. And if you if you're doing the side content, it's more of a 50-50 split. But if you just beeline the main story, which I didn't really realize until I did my second playthrough of it. On the first playthrough, I did all the side content alongside the main story, so it just felt like a 50-50 split. They were both getting even screen time. Yeah. But when I replayed it and I just beelined the main story, I was like, oh, Miles is really not in this as much as I thought he was because it was mainly side content that was Miles. Yeah, um, Miles gets like the lion's share of some different uh, different pieces of yeah, side content. Which, which I do think sucks a little bit. It, it feels a bit almost like... 
I don't know. It was it, it was like it was like rather than it being a Miles and Peter story, it was a Peter story where Miles is also a protagonist having an arc. That's what I was expecting from this game. You know, I I knew it was a Peter game. You know, it's it's Miles had his game, which was great, and it's amazing that Miles is in the second one. But I was expecting and honestly hoping that Spider-Man Two was going to focus more on Peter because I mean. I mean, as as we found out from the ending, I mean, it's it's his sort of send off as Spider Man. Obviously, he'll come back, but I mean, I wanted this game yeah. to be to focus on Peter because I thought that going forward, Miles would take more of a center spotlight. Um, so we get that opportunity to play a Peter centric game, and then move on to Miles later on. Um, See, I just <clears> felt <throat> that the 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 strength could have been just doing a like a 50 50 split it's a but like they're both spider-man now like you've had a peter game you've had a miles game now it's a joint one where they're yeah. both they both share the spotlight equally and i think what i mean what i really liked when, when i replayed spider-man one um before the sequel came out I, I noticed that i felt it was very much you peter is the perspective character in spider-man one and it's very much there is obviously peter's story is right there it's part of it's you know the, the plot, the plot, I don't know how to word this, the plot of Spider-Man 1 is a traditional Peter Parker story. Yep. And there's a lot of emotion to that, and that's, the, you know. But in the background, the game itself is a Miles Morales origin story, um, yeah, which is yeah. a huge component of the, the storytelling of that first game. And it, it also plays into the, the, the whole narrative of, because obviously Spider-Man One is this emotional story where it's almost like a Spider-Man No Way Home in in a way in this in the same in like thematically that it's not an origin story. He's been Spider-Man for a while, but this is the story where he becomes these like he becomes Spider-Man the way that you sort of know Spider-Man to be, having that yeah. emotional journey with Otto, having to sacrifice Aunt May. Like it turns him into the hero that you know it, he goes on that same journey that usually you experience through an origin story yeah um which is a similar thing they do in, in no way home and um i love that about the first game i think that was great and it makes you know peter into this you know he it takes it puts him in a like a new place for his sort of heroism moving forward it's his canon and... event <laughs> <laughs> i guess it was um it, 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 oh, it's just this game is a lot of it for me is there's so much missed potential almost or not even missed but like untapped or like the game doesn't linger enough on particular things it's like it almost does it and then it like moves on to something else and i'm like ah oh, it was like that was great but like it was almost really great mm. and there's so much of it where it's just like there's that and i'm like ah oh, i just wanted you to do a bit more just go a bit further with it and then there is a lot really going good. on isn't there? Um, and there is a, there is a lot going on in like, this game a lot the first two thirds of the game focusing on craven and then the the final third like just squeezing venom in like just about like mm. it 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 should have been longer i i do agree and like it should have been you know a few hours yeah. longer than it was because as much as i like the venom arc you know and and when venom actually comes into it it's it feels a little bit like oh we're here and now we're here and now yeah. we're going in this completely opposite direction um yeah. with the story and it's, and it's weird because it's all thematically cohesive it's just the plot aspect of it feels a bit quick like it feels like they at the end of the game for like you know 
two to three hours they just like speed ran web of shadows and <laughs> yeah it's like, yeah it's like yeah. that's so weird that it's at the end whereas in the first game yeah there's that ending portion where new york is in like disarray and chaos and, and doc Ock and the sinister six are doing stuff but that's after an entire game of build-up yeah. to that moment whereas yeah there's build-up don't get me wrong like there's build-up we explore the symbiote we explore peter's relationship to harry and and miles and you see what what how harry feels and there is that that build-up but it does feel a bit quick like it just sort of is <laughs> like sure. oh now we're here and now we've got to do all this really quick and then and now yeah, harry's agent venom <laughs> it's like... that happens and <laughs> yeah it's just there's a lot there's a lot going on there is for sure and... it, was, it is an ambitious concept for a game you know mm. to have to have a villain like craven who's very complex and then yeah. also try and put venom on top of that who who can be a complex character Venom's not particularly as complex as he is in other depictions in Spider-Man Two, but I, I still like Venom in Spider-Man Two. There's a lot of hate for I him at the minute, but I, I, I like I like <clears> this <throat> Venom. I don't I mind Venom being a a crazy, you know, sort of just wants to take over the world. I don't really mind that. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm fine with it. Sorry, go on. Uh, I think yeah, I think I think the reason why Venom is complex in other forms of media is because he usually remains like Venom is a thing that just remains like he's just there mm -hmm. all the time like in i mean at least in the animated series from the 90s i remember venom would always crop up again and again like eddie brock was venom yeah and he would just sort of show up again and again whereas in this game and also the way they do it in spider-man 3 the in the raimi films venom shows up for like five minutes and then he's gone <laughs> and it's like venom's gone now it's over yeah so it's like well you can't you can't make it that complex. Like, Venom is used as a vehicle to explore the complexity of Harry Osborn more than it's used to make Venom <coughs> as the villain complex, which is fine, but then... I don't... I don't know. It just feels a bit like, well, why... Why, then? Isn't that normally like, how it's done, though? Because the symbiote... I mean, the symbiote, I guess, does have its own agenda... But isn't it always that the symbiote is used to bring out character traits from characters that normally wouldn't act yeah. like that? Yeah, I guess what I meant more so was... Because it's not really the complexity of the symbiote. I guess it's more that, like, they did the character work and then the symbiote's gone and then it's like, hey, we, we did it. That's the thing that's done. Whereas a lot of the times in... I don't know how it really is in the comics. I'm just... Really, my point of reference is the animated series. Pretty which much, is just yeah, same here. Where it's like, in that, Eddie Brock is Venom for a very long time. Mm. Um, and you get to explore lots of elements of Eddie Brock as Venom across the series when he keeps coming back and showing up and stuff. Um, and it's like, this isn't a bad way to do it, I guess. It, it, maybe I just needed more time. I just needed a bit more time rather than it just being like almost like a you know one single chapter or an epilogue that was venom based i feel like the, we needed more of it maybe half and half yeah maybe craven should have died at the halfway point and then we have the rest of the half of the game is we meet maybe peter encounters venom a couple of times and then you can also if that happens you can explore um harry through uh miles's eyes because it's really weird there's this other character motivation that pops up in the final boss of the game where um 
uh harry will say harry will be like oh like you you took peter or something and then miles is like oh but i felt the same and it's like they have there's this conflict between them that's never explored in the game it's yeah. just they mention it once in the final boss and it's like oh that's really interesting that that would have been good to see that play out that would have been cool um, with harry but we don't get of, to see it when he gets corrupted by the symbiote he starts seeing miles as more of like a you know a threat to his friendship with peter yeah that's never explored mm. really in the game whatsoever bar that one section uh during the fight yeah. between miles and venom um, yeah, yeah, it's odd actually. Now that I think about it, it's a game that I definitely yeah. need to play again. I'll probably, I probably will play it again. I'm waiting for New Game Plus, but, but yeah, there, mm. there's many, many things they could have banged better. It's... The intro to the game is is pretty much perfect, though I'd say, with the Sam oh, boss great. fight. Love it that. was fucking amazing. Great vibes. Really yeah. good. Like just that funny scene where where uh, uh, Miles goes to the toilet and he comes back and he's like, "I need help with this." And the whole class <laughs> laughing at him. It was great, yeah. It's it like good classic vibes. Spider-Man. It's like, because they know what they're talking about, but to the class, it looks fucking mental. Um, yeah. It was such, yeah, it yeah. was just so, and like that moment where you get to play as Peter for the first time was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm back. Like, this is amazing. Like, it's been like five years since I last played as Peter in a, in a mainline Spider-Man game. Like, this feels so good. Um, yeah. I was so excited. Yeah. <clears throat> It was very cool. I mean, for me, I mean, it's weird because for me, I've always there's something like Miles that I connect with almost more. Um, yeah. Which I'm like Miles Morales. That game is my favorite of like the Spider-Man games. I love that one so much. It is very very um, good. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And and so it, for me, it was like it, like it was it was, you know it was obviously awesome to play as Peter. And but when it switched to Miles, there was this like ah oh, this is like <laughs> yeah. this is my shit that's like and then he calls up his mom and stuff and he's like talking to Ganky and you got the fucking yeah. sick music it's just that to me i just fucking love that i love miles so much that which is why i'm a little bit maybe a bit more disappointed by this game is because miles is a little bit sidelines and it yeah. felt like ah oh, that's that's a bit of a shame and i think that his arc was it was my favorite in the game the the journey that he goes on i think yeah it's um, very with, cool with uh, coming Negative to terms with and... martin lee and what he did and yeah. stuff like that oh yeah mm-hmm. that whole arc i mean there's so much to go into there sorry you, you carry on with your point yeah it was great i mean to talk about to talk about miles i've i've got where are my notes here they are so yeah so i i, I think it was a little bit sidelined but um like miles and how i really really like that his arc mirrors peter without it being a symbiote story mm-hmm. it's yes. like you don't need you don't need the symbiote to go down at this this negative path that yeah like fuels you for the wrong reasons um and i think that was really good how they mirrored each other but miles is able to sort of save himself from you know that way of thinking whereas peter has to be saved by miles yeah like there's this this element of like miles within himself finds the strength to come out and sort of rise above it and then uses that to save peter from himself when he's in the symbiote it's almost like in a way miles is becoming the spider-man that peter always should have been you know he doesn't have that weakness to you know let himself be overcome by 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 mm. that that feeling whereas peter obviously succumbed to the symbiote very quickly um but yeah mm. the whole like that the whole story like i'm really glad they brought martin lee back because yeah I love uh, his his story in, in spider-man 2 is amazing like w- with miles wanting to kill him obviously mm. because i mean you know that he killed jefferson so it's like yeah it's, i never it's... even thought about it like i never even thought to myself oh they've never seen each other before like I've never like, and as soon as he came out of the raft and Miles saw him, I was like, "Oh, my, of course, of course, that's what you're gonna do with the story. That makes yeah. so much sense." But I never even thought about <clears throat> it as an avenue to go down. So I'm, no, yeah, I'm super glad they did that. It's really good. Like, um, mm-hmm. 
one scene in particular I love is when you know uh, uh, Miles and uh, what's his name Martin Lee are trying they're in yeah. like that negative space trying to find a way to get the symbiote off Peter because it's like about to take him over again mm-hmm. um, and they have that moment where uh, Mr. Negative is about to just give all of his power into the the weird what is it like the, the weird orb thing the blob thing yeah, yeah 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 and like miles takes his mask off and they finally get to look each other uh, face to yeah. face and he's like i'm not gonna forgive you but i can't carry around this hate anymore with me let's let's yeah. make this right it's so good it's such so a good, good scene like it's just amazing it's so fun good. and the fact that moment happens as well at city hall where where yeah. he killed Miles's dad. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, such a good, so good. It's, it's so good. Like really that's the good. thing with this game is it's not the concept or any of that stuff that is flawed. It's like the game they were making, the story they were telling, and everything is so fucking good. My main issue is just sometimes they don't execute it perfectly, or like sometimes the pacing's a bit wonky or yeah, whatever. Like for sure, those are the issues more than anything else. The, the ideas and the stuff they explore is so strong. Um, and I think, you know, there's there's a lot they do there to um to to explore sort of Miles's grief and sort of you know this Miles working through everything because the the biggest thing in this in this universe of Spider Man was that is that um it's like this there's like this mirror uh, or like opposites between Peter and Miles is that Peter became Spider Man and when he got those powers had to learn how to be a hero whereas for Miles like he is a hero before he even gets bitten yeah he like and then he has to learn how to be spider-man mm-hmm. so it's like this this opposite um and i like that they play into that that you know miles is the one that's able to is morally stronger than peter is yeah even though peter is more experienced and a better fighter and all of those things yeah um and so i i think that is very cool and i think that miles just had a really strong arc that could have had a bit more time to it but it could have yeah. regardless of that i loved um yeah i liked it a lot too i'm, I'm happy I with the arcs of, of both characters like that wasn't even really what i had an issue with at all um i was happy with, yeah i was mostly happy with the story to be honest again it was just certain things being a little bit too a little bit too quick like the, the pacing yeah. of the game it could have been longer should have been longer uh, given a little bit more time to brew on certain events instead of going from one thing straight <coughs> to the next, but overall it was it was executed pretty well. Yeah, <clears throat> I think as well, like you know, Craven as a character. I think replaying it as well, I think I noticed more little bits here and there with with Craven and the way that he's sort of used in in the story. I've got hang on, where where are my notes on Craven? Let me fucking find it. Um, oh yeah, because of his yeah his mirroring between like Craven and Harry, and the fact that they both have an illness that's going to kill them, mm. and you've got this, you know, there is this very clear parallel that that is drawn between them, but the difference is that Craven is fighting so hard to die, whereas Harry, the reason he beats Craven in the end is because he's fighting so hard to live mm. um and to he has this there is this like moral center to harry that's so strong um even stronger than peter in a lot of ways yeah that he wants so badly to do this do the right thing but he's not able to like his he's you know he he uh you know being with the symbiote and having the illness and having to rely on that and you know so when he finally does become venom after everything that happens like it just sort of makes a lot of 
sense and I, I i liked that aspect too and i liked the way that they did then deal with craven um in the end i think which was yeah. i liked craven which was good he was very cool um mm. i don't know who plays him but they did a great, great oh it's job. um it's the guy <clears throat> shit it's the guy who plays um it's someone it's someone relevant it's someone i know <laughs> hang on let me find it craven was he in other games yeah yeah he's been in other games and things um the fuck is he what's his What's his fucking name? Yeah, Spider-Man 2. Um, what the fuck? This isn't fucking Spider-Man 2. What the fuck <laughs> am I looking at? Are you on IMDb? Jim Peary? Is this him? I have no idea who that is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was... Okay, so... Fuck. He was... He, he was... I don't know if you remember this character. Be- Beardier from God of War Ragnarok? Beardier... <laughs> <laughs> do you remember fuck no i don't do you remember beardger beardger um who is he uh he was the guy who randomly gets a super epic death scene for no reason um in vanaheim just i don't remember this fucking for bloke. no reason was he one of epic the... sacrifice scene was he like working with he's working with freya's brother, brother. yeah what Fre- yeah Fre- freya see the guy with the big sword yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember him now. Yeah, yeah that's him. Um, he, he was <laughs> he was also Boozer from Days oh, Gone. Oh, fucking Boozer! Um, I love Boozer. And uh, Angelo Bronte from Red Dead Two. Angelo Bronte. I don't remember that name, but I do not remember their face. Oh, he was also he was that? also a Noctis's dad. Oh my god, Noctis's fucking pretty, dad. Yeah. He's been loads of shit. But yeah, he did a great cool. job as Craven. I liked yeah, Craven he was great. a lot. Yeah, Every scene good. that Craven was in, he sort of, you know, commanded all the presence in that scene. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked him. I liked his... I liked... You know, he wasn't just a villain that was like, oh, I've got to New York and fucking killed a Spider-Man. You know, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game, he didn't even care about, you know, Peter or Miles. He was after, you know... <clears throat> um, all, all, all the other villains Cause you get that you get that scene at the beginning where the, the the guy brings up this tablet and he's like new york and he's like oh my god new hunting ground and it's like i don't even <laughs> think spider-man's on there like on on that screen <clears throat> i think he is oh shit is he but he doesn't I give a so. shit about spider-man at Both first. Are. That's what I'm but to yeah say. he's not specifically going after spider-man he's just tracking down all these villains and seeing if they will be the one to take him down it's when he then encounters spot the both spider-man that he's like oh interesting well, I mean, he he encounters Peter, right? And he we doesn't both, really. It's on, the, it's on the boat. Oh yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't even give a shit about either of them at that point. It's when he sees Peter True, with the symbiote, the symbiote. that he's yeah. like, ah, that'll be the thing that gets me. Yeah, um, which I thought true. was pretty cool. Yeah, that is true, and I think, yeah, I think Craven on the whole, like, I think the game is very thematically cohesive. Like I said before, I think there's this. They explore the anger and revenge of Peter and Miles, both through the symbiote and then through Martin Lee. They also do that again with like Yuri um, in the side quests. Oh, yeah. In the flame Um, side quests, which were. Yeah, which. uh, uh, They exist. They exist. Um, um, But like, they still do it. Like, it's still there. It's still a thing that they try to do. Yeah. the biggest thing though is is this idea of like second chances to be able to overcome a particular internal struggle and that that makes you stronger for engaging with the problems that you might face like within yourself so like you've got um you've got uh they talk about it when you're in the 
in the mind thing the when you're trying to get peter peter's symbiote's fucked or whatever and you're trying to like get it off him with martin lee and you're playing as miles and you're in his mind or whatever yeah um you go through the raft and there's this bit where he talks about like um like oh the you know the people in here and they're just gonna get out again and there's this idea of like yeah is it like it they don't go deep into it but there is almost this this element of like is is it right what they do like is it right how they handle it like how do you give someone a second chance without also endangering people Mm. um and i think that's interesting but it's also like well if if you know if um if heroes can get a second chance right like peter and miles we both want them to have a second chance even though they've done things they shouldn't have done especially peter with his you know with with the symbiote and the the sort of what he does with that and the disregard he shows and then with, <clears throat> with miles when he's trying to get so hard to get lee back but he and peter needs his help because people are about to fall into the fucking oh that was the, a good the, scene. The fan yeah. or whatever which yeah. yeah it's a great scene it's like we despite them doing those things we really want them to have that second chance so why can't the villains have a second chance too like yeah. why do we root for them to lose when they should be able to have a second chance as well and i think that's super interesting they do it with they show like tombstone is like reformed and working yeah that was at, at coney island like which is like okay so he can do that you see mysterio as well like he's he's reformed and is doing his thing and he's getting exploited um by people that aren't super villains but people that are they're just not, awful they're characters not good yeah exactly terrible <laughs> yeah and so and money so, off this dude <laughs> 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 and so like you've got you know you've got those things and on top of that you've got like you know peter wants to be able to focus and do his work at emf you've got mj with a new podcast um you've got harry even harry coming back to life is like the embodiment of that theme that everyone should get a second chance yeah. and based on <clears throat> harry's actions and based on who harry is for him to die would have made no sense him coming back makes the most sense possible especially the fact that it it happens you know miles using his venom power which now also is like infused with mr negative energy or whatever yeah like that whole the whole arc of second <clears throat> chances and using that power to then resurrect harry to play into the theme it's great i think true overall, that is really like, strong yeah it's very very good now there's a lot of subtleties there and a lot of cool little elements and stuff um and yeah i think i think that's overall very good yeah yeah it's, it's yeah. a thematically very consistent game it definitely is and sure. they, they explore it very nicely um i want to talk briefly about the the peter miles fight as well which is one of my favorite parts oh of yeah the game. yeah yeah it was just it was just amazing like i i thought that was going to be something they, they would probably do at some point in the game based oh, on the sure, trailers yeah. you know that that bit where well i mean it's from an mg mj mission but there's that bit in the trailer where um you know peter like slams down to the floor and like all those tendrils come out of him and stuff like in that mm. in the darkness uh but the peter miles fight was amazing i loved yeah. it um it was just so heartbreaking for to to watch miles have to fight his mentor and like one of his best friends um and yeah. oh god like that the, the the line like the dialogue during the fight as well where peter's like you think you're better than me and Miles is like, no, I just want to help you. It's like, oh, yeah. poor Miles, It's man. great. I love it. It was so good. A great fight, too, like, mechanically. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Like, what a great way to, great. you know, <clears throat> almost do one of those sort of, the, you know, the fights that video games do sometimes, but you got, like, almost, like, fight a mimic of yourself in a way. Um, mm. It, was, it yeah. was really good, like, story-wise yeah. and, and gameplay-wise, just a 
such a fun fight. Like I didn't want it to end because it was just so good. Um, yeah. And then you have good. the moment where Peter finally rips off the symbiote, and it's like that bit in Spider-Man Three with the bell tower. Where he's like pulling it off his chest, and you can see the white spider symbol coming out through the through the symbiote, yeah. which is it's really very cool. cool. What something that I liked about that is that, and this might not be like intentional, and people are probably going to be like, "Oh, you know, you think it's too hard about it," but I still think it's cool, even if it's not intentional. Is is the when he got the symbiote he wasn't like he's not wearing his suit underneath he's not wearing his normal suit so i like to think that the fact that when he takes the symbiote off he is wearing the suit is that at some point he subconsciously put the red and blue suit back on mm. that like wait it was no, like the subconscious he's wearing thing. the suit isn't he when he gets it he gets stabbed by craven he dies oh when he when he gets it yeah but later on he's not like he doesn't have it like you see him without it like he's not going oh, on. Yeah. He just he uses yeah. the symbiote to, he's put, got it, like to the, put it like the bully, the bully Lowenthal get up. Yeah, like it's the all black, these yeah, black clothes, the black yeah. jumper. Um, yeah, that's yeah. true. So, he's, yeah, he's, so yeah, that's true. Actually, he, he took that off. But I like to think that at some point he just subconsciously put that on. That could have been a um, scene they did. Like imagine a scene where he's having this internal struggle. He doesn't know what to do, and he just dons the suit anyway. Like they could have done something really interesting with that. Like, he has Maybe. this moment where he's, like, thinking of Aunt May or something like that, and he puts the suit on, and then the symbiote takes over again. That could have been a really yeah, strong maybe. scene. Maybe. Like, I mean, I, th- I think I like that it's subtle. Maybe it's so so subtle that they well, didn't need to do that. It's probably unintentional. It probably um, is. Yeah. They, they probably just thought, like, well, he's got to have the suit. He looks cool yeah, to take he pulls it off. Yeah, he's naked. The... Like, <laughs> but, they, but to be fair, they had to make that choice at some point because um, True. In, in the comics and in the TV shows and animated and stuff, he is naked when he takes it off. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, that was obviously a, a decision that was made at some point. You know, it didn't just go under the radar where, like, yeah. people who ever make in the game were like, oh, it's, you know, so what does he have when he's, you know, when he takes it off? Like, that was a conscious decision to have him wearing the suit. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it looks, I think it's cool. I think it's good symbolically, and I, I really like that yeah, about it. Of course. It. Like, There's, I mean, uh, seeing, seeing the red and blue uh, Spider Man suit, you know, yeah. emerge from the symbiote, it's like, you know, it's very it's awesome, symbolic yeah. of him prevailing over that uh which yeah, is for sure. know, super cool yeah and i think as well like symbolically i mean i've talked about this numerous times because i just love that like everyone was fucking bullying me on stream because i was like saying i was reaching but i fucking was right is that the the fact that miles is the one to save peter which yep. was you know to me was always obvious that was going to happen in because mm-hmm. there is this constant reoccurring motif they keep doing like um is in spider-man one you've got the scene where uh aunt may is trapped in the burning building and mj miles and peter are all trying to save her and it's the bit where everyone's safely out but then the the, the like the timber from the roof falls down and hits peter and he's sent flying down the building yeah and he's like it's like he like he's unconscious but he sends up this web line that wouldn't have reached anything you see it go up and it's about to fall down like not hitting anything and miles leaps out and grabs it yeah and he's the one to save peter in this moment where he he is unconscious and can't save himself and needs someone else to save him miles is the one to do that it happens again in miles at the beginning when rhino is he's gonna kill peter if miles wasn't there rhino would have killed peter but that's when he unlocks his venom abilities and like punches rhino in the face and does the fight and saves peter so yeah. the fact that it comes back around again when Peter is unable to save himself, he's like not aware of what he's doing. Really, he's like can't even see see himself anymore. And Miles mm-hmm. is the one to come and save him. Like 
it yeah makes so much sense it's, it's so fucking beautiful it's, I it's, love it's it. like a passing of the torch moment almost you know mm-hmm. where if it wasn't for miles there would be no peter so it's like it's it's so beautiful it's so yeah. beautiful I, I i'm not against like there's a lot of discourse on the internet you know of people going peter is spider-man miles is miles morales this sucks why is he gonna be the main so spider-man stupid. but it, like it makes the most sense for their character arcs in this universe for for, for miles to become the primary spider-man of the insomniac universe because it's been yeah. set up for like the last five years like it was it was bound to happen yeah for sure and it's you know peter is not going to not be spider-man i think a lot of people have seen have, have seen like taken the ending as oh peter's retiring which is not at all the point of the scene no. like one of the core themes with peter in this game and you see it in the art may flashback is finding balance mm-hmm. that it's not a destination it's you know it's the the journey you have to find balance throughout your life and yep. for a long time peter prioritized spider-man and he believes that, you know, the, the idea of with great power comes great responsibility. Yes, you have responsibility to use your Spider-Man powers to help people. Of course you do. And he needs to keep doing that. But yep. at the same time, he has a responsibility to use the power of his mind to help people too. Mm-hmm. He's neglected his intelligence for so many years because he didn't see the benefit in, in, in using that to benefit people's lives yeah and now that he's got miles that can pick up some of the slack for him he's able to take the time to sit and work on these projects and try and solve these issues like you know world hunger or you know it's diseases that that kill lots of people and stuff like that it's it's super meaningful yeah um they decided to do that and it's not a it's not this moment of oh i'm not gonna do spider-man anymore you can do it i never got that from it like no he's obviously it's this moment peter parker does not stop becoming spider-man until he dies that that's that's peter parker you wouldn't just give it up you know um he, he, he's obviously still going to be out there because I mean how would New York react if suddenly there's two Spider-Men and now one of them just doesn't do anything ever and is gone like you know yeah. it's it's a huge symbol That's of hope for the, the people case. he's not just going to stop um, and obviously he'll mm-hmm. come back it, it's basically I think Miles deals with the more serious stuff but Peter is still there to help the people of New York that, that need it in a smaller capacity um, but if he's yeah. if he's needed for a more serious thing in the future which will be Spider-Man 3 he's obviously going to come back you know obviously yeah, um, of course but it's it's, course. it's miles that's going to be investigating stuff and, and handling some of some of the higher profile stuff because peter needs the time to find that balance in his life exactly it's like you know for for so long there was just one spider-man for eight years there was just one spider-man um and now again there will primarily be one and it'll be miles but Peter is still doing Spider-Man things. Like, if Miles needs him, he's going to be there. Yeah. Like, if there's anything that happens, he'll be there. It's just... It's just, like... It's like, when Peter is Spider-Man, that doesn't mean he's never Peter Parker. It's just flipped. The priorities have just flipped for him. That's all. Like... You know, when he's when like for the last eight years, he's still been Peter and has done things as Peter. He's had jobs. He's attended to Aunt May. He's you know built a relationship with MJ. He's done those things, but his priority was always Spider Man. Mm-hmm. It's just flipped now. Yeah, he'll still be Spider Man. He'll still protect the city. He'll still help Miles. It's just his priority is now on rebuilding his relationship, and 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 doing the work that he's doing with 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 EMF that he's now you know taking on after what happened to Harry. Yeah, which. I think is really good. So do I. I think that's overall. a very good place for Peter's character to be at the end of the game. I think it's it's yeah. brilliant. And that that scene, like, dude, that scene where where Peter is struggling to tell Miles what he wants to do, and mm-hmm. Miles is just like, "Look, dude, 
I got it. And he looks around at New York and he's like, all of it. It's like, yeah. <sighs> what a good line that it's was. It's so good. Like, that had me tearing I love, up. Like, that's the <clears> thing with these characters too. They're just, they're just so nicely written. Like, Miles is such a strong character. 100%, yeah. Um, and I, I just love him. I love all the characters surrounding him. Like, one of my favorite characters is fucking Rio Morales. 100%. I love, I love so Rio. Much. She's amazing. She is absolutely fantastic. Every scene she's in, I love her. That fucking the the, the I loved the side quest with Miles for the the like musical like the museum thing. Oh, uh, the have. cultural museum. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you, the the final scene where where he goes up and they have a hug and they have like a little dance or whatever. Yeah, it's like that is so. And nice. she's like, I just oh, love it. you know, maybe I should get a suit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just such a mum thing to say, you know. Yeah, oh, it's, it's really good. Rio is it's... such a strong character, and I like how mm. you know when when Peter apologizes for how he acted with the symbiote. You know, she wasn't like, oh, it's okay, it's fine. She was like, you know, you better you, that, that that's not gonna happen again you know yeah. she's like very yeah, she's strong very protective yeah, yeah yeah over miles which i think is good and i mean like fair enough because peter was a dick yeah i mean um, he, he just yeah <laughs> yeah yeah bully lowenthal like that scene where he's talking to harry and he's like why don't you pop some pills and tell me how you really feel <laughs> like that's great yeah. i love to see some some of that going on where peter's just an yeah. asshole um yeah 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 so it's... good what did you think of uh, MJ and her sort of storyline in this game? Because she's not present as, as much as she is in the first game, I don't feel. But I think that's sort of on purpose. Um, yeah, I mean, what, everyone what hated the her? MJ missions in the first game. And I hated the MJ missions in the first game. Not because I hate mm. MJ as a character. I like MJ no, she's in the great. Insomniac she's universe. Fantastic, and she's yeah. even stronger in the second game, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it, it was fine. It was it was cool, you know, with her struggle with the bugle and stuff, and how she comes to the realization at the end that she shouldn't be really working there, and that she can, she's interesting enough and good enough of a journalist on, on her own right to go solo with the podcast and stuff. I, I, I thought that was really good. I liked all that, mm-hmm. like that scene where she records her first episode and then just doesn't render it or edit it or upload it. Uh, well, <laughs> it's she like upload five it. minutes long, like all the fucking podcasts are in the Insomniac universe. Thirty seconds, oh, thirty God, second yeah. fucking podcast. Um, but no, yeah, no, I, I agree. It, yeah. I thought it was cool and. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah, I liked her arc. It was fine. It wasn't anything yeah. groundbreaking, but it it, it complemented. It went alongside Peter and Miles' arcs pretty well. I mm-hmm. thought. Yeah, they yeah. all they all came to a pretty decent conclusion at the end of the game, and I thought I thought MJ's mm-hmm. was good. Um, yeah, for sure. Because you've also got this, like, obviously, like we said, the the whole this whole theme of this overcoming the sort of internal struggle is for MJ. The internal struggle is she's. The first game, by the end of it, she's accepted by Spider-Man, by Peter, like, into the Spider-Man world in the sense, okay, we're partners now. Yeah. But she is very much trying as hard as she can to live up to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And she doesn't feel that she's, like, capable of it. And so she's she's sidelined for a lot of the game because she's out on this quest to, like, prove herself um, with the Bugle, writing these stories, like she's not as present as she was in the first game but especially in the dlc for the first game Mm -hmm. like she is there all the time she's literally like always available when peter calls up to help him with stuff but she's trying so hard to find like what her purpose is and she's really struggling with it and i like that like she's not present for a reason and i think that's quite good um i've heard to them realize by the end you know 
that she doesn't need to work for the bugle that actually like she is good enough and that peter does respect her immensely and that you know she 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 has so much worth i think was just really that was great yeah. i loved that a lot um, i think a lot it was that, very good those themes come out during the scream fight as well which i thought yeah. was a really good fight um yeah like you know with the dialogue in that fight where because obviously the symbiote takes your feelings and like amps them up by like a hundred times so the yeah. stuff that scream is saying to spider-man is stuff that mj feels but she wouldn't necessarily put it like that you know when she's like mm. oh you were never there for me you know i had to pick up the slack while you were out being spider-man not caring about our life and stuff like that um mm. that was a really good moment because it gives you an yeah. insight into how mj feels because i mean it's not very often you really think about think about that when you're out like you know punching goons in the face and stuff you're not really thinking about how mj feels about about sort of not being peter's priority and obviously took a toll on her over the years and they just have mm. this really nice moment you know when he says it from the symbiote where you know they agree that they'll find a balance when this is all over and then they do and it's just a nice resolution to that yeah <clears throat> for sure and i think as well talking about mj um the missions in this game are really cool i think they're just they're incredibly good. Yeah. good fun they were good um like ge genuinely standouts like every time like after that first one in um new jersey um in the in the zoo after that every time yeah. i took control of, of mj again i was like oh this is great i was like pumped to play the mission yeah because it was genuinely so fun they give you all these gadgets and tools and stuff and that's and what that, the first game really needed cool. mj's like only ability in the first game is to throw distractibles and then do one takedown the stun gun like yeah. particularly the the final mj mission where you're in that symbiote nest and it's basically mm. just a third-person shooter. I thought that yeah. was really cool. I was it's like, almost fuck. like a Resident Evil yeah, type a situation. Um, like the, it did give me sort of, in a lot of ways, like RE4 vibes. In that, like you're trying to get these headshots on the on the symbiote guys because it's way quicker to take them out if you yeah. shoot them in the head compared to the body. And then you got this boss <clears> thing that's like stomping around. And you're trying to lure it into these like barrels that you shoot and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. Um, which which was really nice but i think that the standout for me was that the like the middle mission where peter's yeah. peter's asleep in the symbiote yeah. and it's like kind of causing havoc that was fucking tremendous it was amazing like running away from peter like so it's fucking good. scary in that mission it's like mj's locked yeah. in here with this fucking alien goo that's trying to fucking kill her and it's using peter's voice it's like oh yeah it's and it's so like good. you when you enter that tunnel and you're just slowly walking around and then you just like see it like jump from like yeah. wall to wall or like you see the shadow of it while you're like shimmying down a down a thing yeah it's fucking amazing does such just a good like, job to show so good. to depict the symbiote from a perspective that isn't of like a spider-man it's just a normal person and how terrifying that would be to to be locked in a dark space with that yeah, like it was, I it love was it. really good. Like I, I like the so horror good. aspects from that section for sure. It was so good. Yeah, and I think as well, I like that they use the Venom voice sparingly when it's on Peter. Yeah. In that, like, when it does come out, it's fucking terrifying. Like yeah. that in that segment where like Peter says MJ, but then Venom, like the Venom voice is like run, and it's fucking yeah. like holy <laughs> shit. It's so good. It's crazy. Oh, I also like the yeah. moment where um, Peter's talking. This is off the mj topic uh, mm -hmm. so when peter's talking to dr connor's about the symbiote and uh dr connor's is like we have to get it off you and destroy it and peter's like yeah. you want to destroy us 
and it's like the first time in the game that he uses us and it's like (laughs) it's taking a hold of him what the fuck and then it's like, isn't yeah. it after that mission he gets the symbiote suit instead of the the black yeah, suit? Yeah, where it changes. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool touch. Which looks as well. awesome. It does. That look fucking sick. the second suit looks so good. It I love does. that design. Yeah, it's so cool. Like I didn't even really notice at first <clears throat> until I got into mm-hmm. a certain light because I think when you first get it, it's nighttime, and it I is, and I yeah. sort of stood next to a building and I was like, wait, that's changed. It looks all fucked up now. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, the because because so you do you can use that suit normally before not normally but you can use it before but it's only when you click both sticks and do like the rage mode. Oh yeah, yeah. Then it looks like that, but after the Connors scene, it's just that all the time. Yeah, which is which is pretty fucking awesome. It's just a nice um, subtle sort of change to show the symbiote tightening its grip on on Peter, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. I mean, talking... sp- sorry, you go on. What was that? Was that related to the what we were talking about? Well, I was just going to talk about uh, talk a little bit more about the the lizard fight. Um, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. With the symbiote, because obviously that's in in the vein of the symbiote stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like that whole sequence was just amazing. Like because we touched on it earlier, the boss fight being really good, but like yeah. the, the stuff Peter was saying to Doctor Connors when he's like fighting him, and he's like, "No wonder your family left you," and just dropping all these bombs on him and stuff. Like mm. you can feel the hatred in Peter's voice as he's speaking to him. He's like, "Fuck's sake, this guy again, fucking destroying the city." I wish I could just kill him. Um, yeah. Like yeah, that fight was so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really good. A really classic sewer good. section. You gotta have a sewer section in a oh. symbiote story, alright? That's how it, it works. It looked great too. The sewer looked really cool. It did, yeah. Um, it was so fun. Oh, what a fight. Yeah. Good. Sorry, I you think, go on with what you said. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I, I was gonna say, um what what were your thoughts on the anti venom suit at the end? What are you, what are your thoughts on that generally as a <laughs> concept, but also as a design? I thought it was at first, I thought it was really cool, and that's mainly because the way the story delivers it. You know, it's mm-hmm. Miles and Mister Negative saving Peter, and I was like, "That's a really nice way of introducing Anti Venom." Yeah. However, it feels triumphant in, in context, does. like the first time you go through it. Yeah. For sure, it does, and it was cool that I was like, oh, "Okay, so this is how I can now canonically use the symbiote abilities in the story," uh, and it's not with, with with the original black suit, um, mm-hmm. but. I feel like it becomes too much of a crutch for Peter almost. Um, and mm. considering the last game, he had to develop the anti-ox suit to, to fight Doc Ock, which makes no fucking sense. It's stupid. Yeah. I, hate, I hate that shit. Right, I was kind yeah. of hoping for a final fight between Venom and Peter for it to be the red and blue suit. I mean, that's like, to me, it shows that Peter doesn't mm. need outside help to defeat Venom. He can do it by himself and he is strong enough to overcome it. But adding the yeah. anti-venom in there is sort of like, oh yeah, Peter could have done, couldn't have done it without the anti-venom. Like you know, he needed that to to fight to fight venom, and it just kind of felt yeah. like it was taking away from Peter's ability to do stuff on his own. Yeah, um, which yeah. which I had a problem with particularly. No, yeah, I, I agree. I think it detracts initially. Okay, so I have two thoughts on this, and I'll do the the devil's advocate one after. But I think my general thoughts is that it does detract from what the black suit story usually tries to do which is that oh you can get all of this strength but in getting this strength you lose yourself and to regain 
yourself and what is peter's biggest like weapon which is his morality yeah to regain that you have to give up the physical strength yeah and in doing so you actually triumph in the end yeah so it's like that is super meaningful when he does have the classic red and blue suit and he's able to defeat venom it's like he yeah. did that because he's morally superior like that to the symbiote the iconography of that like spider-man in the red and blue suit facing venom that to me is what yeah. a symbiote story should end with you know yeah and i think that like generally i think it is makes more sense and i think it's it means more um and i think there's yeah that element of peter's morals beat the villain not his fists yeah like even though he does use his fists obviously like, <laughs> yeah you know, there's that but this was my this was my like devil's advocate thing too when i was writing out my notes yeah which is this idea right and they do it a little bit with miles but I think it's shown here is the idea is so with great power comes great responsibility is the Spider-Man thing. Um, And so what it's trying to say is when you do bad things, whether you're Spider-Man or a villain, then that is always going to be a part of you. You can't just shrug it off and go, oh, that doesn't exist anymore. That's separate. That's not me. He did those things and he had this disregard for people that that, that care about him and even the, the city itself at points. And that is always going to be a part of who he is and you have to live with that, uh, I don't know, that sort of darkness and that trauma. And you, it's what you do with that that's important. And so, you know you then have a responsibility to take that part of you and turn it into positivity and so i think what it's trying to convey on like a visual level is the the symbiote is always going to be a part of him now like you don't just get to throw it away and then then just like you know um negate any responsibility for your actions during that time yeah because you still did it so that is always going to be a part of you even when, even though the main symbiote isn't there so it's like by harnessing that and coming to terms with that within yourself which is what you do as miles and mr negative you are then able to be redeemed from that properly and so i think it's supposed to be like a visual representation of that sort of theming yeah the the anti-venom suit is this idea that he's now with great power comes great responsibility to take responsibility for actions that you've done that may have been negative yeah i think that's the point it does it, it. it makes sense which it is does. like yeah like i get it and it's, it's i guess it's thematically strong as well because it's you know a man that has done bad things allowing peter to 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 become that version of himself you know it was mr negative that gave him that power mm. so it's almost like yeah. A man that has done terrible things, atoning for them, so then Peter can atone for the terrible things he's done. Um, mm. But yeah. And the suit is like a visual the representation of that. Um, but it also looks like shit, it, I think, yeah, maybe. Yeah. It, um, it, the suit itself, like, when I when I first got it, I was like, oh, anti-venom. That's sick. It was like one of those jangling keys moments. Yeah. And then, like, I looked at the suit and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like yeah. the, I just don't know. You got all yeah. these other. You got the advanced suit, the classic suit, the, the the black suit. They all look great, and they look like they fit in the Insomniac universe. And then you've got the anti venom suit, which is just like, it does kind of look like shit. Like it, well, it looks yeah. like cum 
actually. <laughs> it's like not, it's because you have also uh, in your custom suits, you have like the classic black suit design, and one of the alternate colors is the white one, yeah. which looks leagues better yeah. than the actual anti venom suit in the game. Um, yeah, I don't know what they would think of that design choice. It does look pretty, uh, like, I never wear it. Yeah. Well, it's very clear that towards the end of development, they were all smoking something when they came up with the suit designs. For, you know, yeah, like ninety uh, percent of Peter's suit designs are fucking awful. Like they're like the, like in terms of the 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 extra suits. But oh god, yeah, fucking Miles. Yeah. Is, yeah. I forgot yeah. about yeah. that. Miles's <laughs> fucking suit that he gets. Okay, okay. Not only is it a shit looking suit, but it makes no sense for him to go. You know, the city is being fucked up by symbiotes. There is no time. <laughs> for anything and he, he goes to some workshop and creates this like suit it it just makes no sense yeah. and not only does that not make sense but then he goes i thought it was time for a miles morales original bro your suit in miles morales was a miles morales original what are yeah, you talking I think, about i think i think the idea there is that he was trying to mimic peter when he made that suit yeah and this no, is I actually his own style which yeah he needs Shame maybe looks to like get a shit. new style <laughs> yeah. because holy shit man what it, the, the fuck the, is the that the fucked up thing is it wasn't even Miles' style it was a fucking deal with Adidas to fucking yes. promote some stupid yeah. clothes and it's like yeah. wow so so this moment that's meant to be a really impactful moment for Miles that would have worked better after Venom's defeated anyway like he, sh- he should it should have been that scene where Peter is like oh yeah. Miles I don't know how to explain this to you but Miles shows up in a new suit that should have been when they addressed it and when he made a new suit um yeah. But yeah, it, it, the fact that it's just a fucking marketing deal between two companies is just—it's so soulless, and it, it really, yeah. really affects that scene just just before the final showdown with Venom, which is like mm. such a poignant part of the story, you know. And to throw in this random curveball that takes me out of the game is just fuck you for doing that. Fuck you, Insomniac. Yeah. It's like, it's super weird. It's super weird that the game is like both simultaneously really really good with its character work and then also has these like soulless fucking moments <laughs> yeah. where you're like holy shit why'd you do that like yeah. why oh, what caused God. you to do that Jesus. um and like it's just yeah it's so weird it's it's an odd mixed bag of a game in so many ways and that's i think that's one of the one of the parts of that is yeah that it's like what's so like, like you yeah. look at the overall package and it's like that's great but there's these moments that make it seem messy as a whole. That's a yeah. shame. Um, yeah, and I think you don't you don't get that with the first game. No, with Spider-Man One, it's just so consistently good. Well, the DLC for the first game is that <laughs> they they got all their yeah. shit out of their system with the DLC. The DLC is <clears throat> it's it's with Cyborg I, I, Hammerhead. I, I, uh, I like Cyborg Hammerhead. I'll defend Fuck Cyborg off. Hammerhead. He's he's it's fun. I like it. It's a good. I guess it's also that's a great not the main problem too. with the DLC. Like the, um, there's much worse aspects of the DLC that I you remember. Re- you should replay I, it. Yeah, it's, I mean, I hundred percent of it, but that was like years January. Ago. 2019 or something like that it was a fucking long time maybe not january 2019 yeah. like january 2020 something like that it was a long time ago yeah uh, well it's it's i i also remember it being bad and then when i replayed it because i made a video on it for patreon i was like i oh, actually i like a lot of it actually well, i don't remember it being enough. as bad as a lot of people said it was going to be when i played it i was like okay no there's stuff in here that i like and there's stuff in here that, that i don't like um yeah. and i really don't like... like what the fuck is that character in the side quests uh, the, the fucking stupid one that does the social media shit. 
Oh, Screwball. Yeah, fucking worst character ever. Hate her. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. hate her. I think her. that's that's the point. I think you're supposed to hate her. Well, no, but she's all... <laughs> well, yeah. But it's also so. the kind of hate where you're like, I hate her so much that I don't care I'm supposed to. Yeah. I don't like that I hate her. It's not, it's it's not really a good I'm supposed to hate this character, like where you're like, okay, I hate this character because they've done terrible things. I hate Screwball because she's annoying. That's why yeah. I hate her. Which is the point. Um, you are supposed to. But, oh, but fuck off she's fucking shit like like they didn't think she was she, they didn't think she was like charismatic when they wrote her they thought like yeah she's fucking annoying as shit but like what's what's her end go- she's not a good villain what's what's her end goal of being annoying um, nothing i don't know it's supposed to satirize streamer culture social i guess media. social media yeah. bad that's it's that's what that screwball's story like is sucks but i mean I she's think, a side what? character so i can't hate on her too much yeah but. do you know- something weird thinking about um podcasts and the social media aspect of it obviously you've got um the podcast shit what the fuck's her name uh, danica with... yes, the, yes. In, yeah yeah danica hart the with the danica it's like the moral which was introduced car- in Miles like the moral Morales. voice yeah um it's very interesting right because she is this voice of um the sort of i don't know what the word is the people the... of new york Yes, but also like specifically for people of color and marginalized groups. Yeah, yeah. She's right? like the sort of very sort of modern. Um, what's the word? What's the word? She's she's moral, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's very interesting that I mean she's also a black character too. Um, I think it's very interesting that she's voiced by Ashley Birch for some reason. Well, which Ashley is Birch odd is... to me. She played Aloy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is really, it's just, it's It's like, a good voice actor, but yeah, maybe. Like, I don't have necessarily a problem with it, because, like, I can't, really. No. But I do think it's odd that a black character who often speaks for marginalized groups and talks about black issues is voiced by a white woman. That it's super weird. It's super weird. <laughs> yeah. um, like, again, like, I can't really have a problem with it. It doesn't, it no. doesn't affect me. I mean, it doesn't but I do me think that it's much, so it is, funny. It's a bit odd. They could have picked, like, anybody else. Yeah, you yeah. could have pick, picked, like, yeah. It's, it's... I thought I recognised that voice. It's fucking Aloy. <laughs> yeah, it's super weird. That that's that's the thing that they chose to S- do. Something about her, I, I... Wait, I don't know if you were going to go on to talk about something more about her, but, um... No, yeah, go ahead. Something that I, I, I thought, you know, she's, she's like almost too clued up on what's happening. When, when Peter gets the black suit, she goes, I don't know about this black suit, guys. I think it would have been way cooler if she was like yeah. more positive about it because she doesn't know what the black suit is. It's like, why would you suddenly be like, I don't know about Peter's black suit. It's evil. It's like, w- yeah. what, what tells you And he's not you done that? anything yet. Yeah, yeah, I think it would have been cool if it was like, she was like, oh, I love love the new suit and stuff. Because it's like, nobody in New York knows what's happening to Peter or, or the Ark of the Symbiote whatsoever. And it, yeah. would, it, would do, it would do a great deal to sort of show that that's something Peter is dealing with and his, in, you know, MJ are dealing with in an isolated sort of pocket. But with her mm. being like, oh, black suit kind of sus. It's like, yeah. you know, it, I don't know. I feel like she should have been a little bit more nuanced with her opinions on it because it's almost like she is just the player going oh, that's bad this good that bad mm-hmm. you know yeah. i thought there should be more nuanced with 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 what she was talking about um yeah no i, I agree with that but yeah, I, I like those little podcast bits you know it's cool to see you know uh j jonah jameson back spouting his fucking insane mm-hmm. tirades on his podcast what's he called just the facts with j jonah facts, jameson yeah. like I, I love that in the first game 
I like it mm-hmm. in the second one. I liked it in Miles Morales too. It's good to see him yeah. back again. Um, and that that bit, wait, oh, there's there's a, it's during the flame quest where yeah. where Peter like stops the 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 you know they're about to do what's it called the night of the flame whatever that bullshit is where they're about to yeah. blow up those tankers and afterwards J Jonah Jameson is like how dare Spider Man split up this you know this peaceful gathering of people <laughs> and it's, it's just so great because obviously they were trying to blow up the city um, yeah 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 I, I like I like those little podcast sections because it adds context to you know how how the world feels about the actions of the main characters and and stuff and it, mm-hmm. it's it's through two separate lenses obviously one being Danica and one being 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 J Jonah Jameson so I like mm-hmm. those um yeah yeah that's for sure definitely T- talking about the side quests you mentioned about the 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 flames guys what did you think about uh, maybe not this like the main. What do you think about the ending, like the reveal? Carnage at the ending. Yeah, they were getting they could, they're doing something with Carnage. Probably DLC, which is what every side quest is. It's like DLC bait. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Carnage showing up. Do it. I don't care. Go for it. Yeah, Carnage is yeah, cool. Sure. I, I, you know, everyone thinks Carnage is cool, so I don't care. Do it. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how. I, I don't know. I don't know why Oscorp was just like had a symbiote that was you know they were transporting it across the city but see the thing the thing with carnage is the origin of carnage and what makes it interesting is that it's always a part like a piece of venom that's being cut off or whatever yeah and then it it joins with cletus cassidy um and that's always like quite interesting i don't know whether this is a piece of venom or whether it's just a red one i mean when he's holding it because i played the i played it pretty recently when he's Mm -hmm. holding the vial in front of peter at first mm. it's it's black and when he's and as he's holding it and he's talking about what he wants to do with it it turns red so i feel like it is ah, a, right. i feel like it is a part of venom and once it once the it's almost like when the symbiote hears what cletus is talking about and his goals it sort of aligns changes its it, yeah so yeah like aligns yeah, with him it. and i'm yeah. of course i'm excited to see what they do with carnage carnage is sick it, I, I, do whatever you want with it even if it's shit i'm sure there'll be some cool <laughs> even if it's shit even well if, they know a thing or two the... about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I mean the whole the flame game. fucking storyline is um, pretty shit oh that's that um, is true yeah that was rough to yeah. play like yeah i do not like what they did with yuri it's fucking i don't boring. think it's yeah. compelling at all no it's just edgy shut the fuck up yuri shut up i don't care yeah. and like people are people people will say like oh but they did it in the comics like yeah that doesn't mean it's good yeah just because they did it in the co- it was it's, maybe it's better written in the comics like it's yeah. just not compelling like, yeah, like you I get just four don't... side quests to explore that and it's like oh she's a yeah. superhero now yeah. and i get bad. i know why i think i know why they did it in the first place i think it's because people there were some complaints and i think it's maybe not necessarily just because of the complaints i think it's like a reflection of maybe just generally what they wanted to do moving forward is they didn't want the police to be a major part of this game okay yeah. um because you, they're not like you never team up with the police in true. you do with the um, fire department but never fi- the police. yeah That's with, true. with firefighters yeah and so i think they were like well we can't have her be a police chief because we don't want to we don't want to do that because of but it's spider-man in fucking spider-man the police aren't evil are they i don't think they ever yeah but i think it also wants to try and reflect real life and be like well but but it doesn't because jefferson davis is like the greatest man alive 
it yeah, doesn't but reflect real life in every they way. They can't change it now. I think, I think, yeah, no, like, don't get me wrong. I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't think it was really the greatest idea ever or, like, the right decision. Um, I just think that's probably why they did it. Yeah. I think it would have maybe been more interesting to have a side quest line about corruption within the NYPD more than... That would have been cool. You know, just deciding not to have the police be pre- prevalent at all. That would have been really um, cool. Yeah, because I like, you know, like, I'm thinking back to, you know, the Daredevil Netflix show where they had that whole thing where the police are corrupt and stuff. That was so fucking compelling. Yeah. Um, That was awesome that they were all like, yeah, like on Fisk's payroll and you didn't know who you could trust. Yeah, that was sick. That was great. Um, So doing something like that could have been interesting, but they just decided to sort of like go, nah. They took they the safe very... route and I, I, I guess I don't yeah. blame them for it because it, it's it's a, you know very serious complicated topic, topic should yeah. it should it be something that's that you know is tackled in a spider-man game maybe not maybe that's not the place to you yeah. know make you know especially a side story uh focus on you know the corruption of of, of police across the world mm-hmm. i feel like that's just too heavy for a side story um, in a spider-man, in a Spider-Man game yeah, game. yeah. so is... i can see why they yeah. you know yeah. sort of didn't address that and that's you know i'm not mad at it that's okay yeah. <laughs> like what yeah. i'll be mad uh, at that <laughs> uh, yeah no i definitely i definitely agree yeah um it's just those quests were a bit shit and you kind of sucks they were yeah which... yuri sucks i was so glad to beat the fuck out of her to be honest i was like this bitch is crazy <laughs> like genuinely yeah. crazy it, it sucks because she was so good in the first game i know she was a, like the whole spider cop thing they had you know where he yeah. would like piss her off it was yeah. they should just kept her in the police force or had her become a oh, private no. investigator or something like that, you know? Yeah, do something. Don't that make wasn't her a this. stupid hero. Her hero sucks. Yeah. What is her name? Wraith. Shut the Wraith. fuck up. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. some shit chain. What you don't understand is they did it in the comics and she has a chain in the comics. Yeah, and fuck so the comics. Shut the fuck up. That's my opinion on all comics. <laughs> fuck the com. Fuck your comics. <laughs> fuck you. I don't give a They're shit. They're usually bad, I think. <laughs> I haven't read one. I'm ever. sure there's some Spider. Like, hundred percent sure there's plenty of Spider-Man runs that are amazing. And if nah. I read them, they would change my life. Honestly, no. I feel like there is. I Spider-Man like was never good was never until good. they made a film. <laughs> yeah, until Before they made that, uh, Tobey Maguire's sucked. first film, it was shit. Sam Sam Raimi went, this shit comic has potential, <laughs> and then made those films, and that's when the world was enlightened. That is true. I think that's, yeah, that I think that's what happened, nah, to be honest. The comics are probably great, but fuck them, fuck you. I don't give a shit about it. You know, this is the <laughs> game we're talking about. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck off. It's not like people can't come up with, like, people use the comics as, like, this Bible. And it's like, if it's not like the yeah. comics, it's fucking shit. And it's like, there's plenty of original ideas. I mean, a lot of these games are original ideas that mm. were great, you know? You don't have to rely on the comics. And this is an example yeah. of the comics being adhered to, and it sucks because Wraith is shit, and I, I don't care. Even if Wraith is your favorite superhero character, you need to get a new favorite character. Imagine if, imagine if Wraith was your favorite. <laughs> There's probably superhero. loads of people that are like, I want to be different. So my favorite Spider-Man character is Wraith. Yeah, Fuck that's you. fucking funny. Yeah, um, no, no, nobody's with... favorite Spider-Man character doesn't, <laughs> doesn't exist. With regards to Wraith, though, so, like, you can meet Wraith out in the open world and stuff, and the same happens with Agent Venom during that very brief period where Agent Venom is a thing. Um, yeah, that comes out of left field a little bit. Yeah, it does. Well, it's just an epic reference, really, at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, it's, it's a cute um, little reference. But what do you think about that? Because it feels to me like they're gearing up for something. Because you can, as like, say you're playing as Peter, you can meet Agent Venom, you can meet Wraith, you can meet Miles yeah. um, in the open world. It feels to me like they're testing the waters for the future. 
for mm-hmm. maybe something else to in be the next spider-man game you can meet wolverine in the open world <laughs> well i mean they've gone and confirmed that wolverine is in the insomniac spider-man universe now so true but i um, think that'll be a thing they will keep i hope to god they keep wolverine enclosed you know unless it's unless so it's too. incredibly appropriate for, for these two characters to meet I'd be happy with Wolverine never meeting Spider-Man ever in this universe. I'd be perfectly I would okay too. with that. In fact, I, I would go as far as to say I prefer yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm leaning towards more of that. I, I, I don't want, I don't want an MCU in game format. No, I don't want I do it. Not don't do it. You know, yeah. it, you know, yeah. it's cool to have a connected universe, but once you go down that route, you, you, you write yourself into a corner. You know. Yeah, yeah. You and can have characters. Why... Sorry, you gone. Well, I was just going that's why it's fine that, you know, people, like, fucking people complain it's fucking stupid. Like, where were the Avengers during this? Like, they weren't here. It's like, bro, it's a the Spider-Man Avengers don't game. exist in this universe. They, they have a tower, but they, they yeah, characters. Yeah, it's like Doctor Strange <laughs> exists. The Avengers exist. Like, yeah, they do, but not in this fucking story. Yeah. Because that's how comic book rules work. Oh, like, Wong it's shows a Spider-Man up, story. Well, he doesn't well, he show, doesn't up, show but up, but he talks but to Peter, and he's like, thanks you for... You do get the thing. Yeah. Nah, it's Miles, but yeah. Oh, oh, that was such a good mission. How have I forgot about that? that was very cool with the portals black cat is great with the portals yeah <laughs> sorry said no yeah no no what? i know it sounds like <laughs> it just sounds like uh, you're referencing the portal scene from endgame that was such a good scene where he says on your left i mean that's oh ironically a really good scene but um um did they do a uh, didn't someone do a reference to that recently the on your left thing and it's really cringe what in a movie or in a game was it in Across the Spider-Verse? On your left. I don't know. I mean, I've watched Across the Spider-Verse now. I have watched it, but I don't remember that. It's a good film. They probably do. Like, they love like their references. They love the key jangling moments. They definitely do. But yeah, that but no, mission Black Cat with was Black Cat good, yeah. was so good. She says she's bisexual now, which I was, I was like, whoa. She is, that's true. Okay, she's got a wife. She's got a girlfriend, I mean, in Paris. Yeah, in Paris. Uh, but that was really cool because it's like, you know, it was like Miles helping her, you know? It was cool to see yeah. Miles interact with Black Cat, and she was like, "He's a good kid," or whatever she said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that whole good. set piece with the portals and like when you go into that 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 like ice that like you like the go to one area, of the one yeah. of the poles, like that blew me away. I was like, yeah. I was kind of hoping for there to be more moments like that in the chase, where like I don't know, you get thrown into like some other country somewhere or something like that. Yeah, but like I understand a of times, yeah. that takes a lot of manpower just for a moment that happens for two seconds in the game. So I thought it was cool that they yeah. explored it a little bit. Um, yeah. That was a really cool show. And of course, it's a classic Black Cat chase, you know? Yeah, You're yeah, always yeah. chasing Black Cat. That's what you do in Spider-Man games. Yeah. And to do that as Miles was really cool as well. Yeah, it was great. And also, Black Cat is voiced by Erica Limbeck, who is uh, Jesse Raspberry. Oh, Jesse Raspberry! Final Fantasy VII Remake. And, which is and Rebirth, because she'll be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, <laughs> we're having a fucking meltdown um, oh God. Uh, what else was there we haven't talk talked about, about the Venom there? section yet with playable Venom oh that's true yeah that was very cool that was sick um, mm. and people loved yeah. it to the point where they're like breaking their console to play as Venom in free roam and stuff like unplugging <laughs> oh, yeah, their fucking yeah, yeah. console halfway through a loading screen I've and seen shit that. Um, I've but that was that. sick yeah, that was, was something cool. I didn't think they were going to do. And I'm glad it was no, just once in the game. Because yeah. it stands out as this moment where it's like, oh my god, I'm playing as fucking Venom. 
like yeah. we haven't been and able to, to do see this since 2005 power. yeah like yeah. you get to see what he's really <clears throat> capable of which yeah. is like great. just storming through that oscorp building just just running through walls and smashing people up and using yeah. his abilities like that was it was just a power fantasy it was yeah, amazing sure. like after a game where you've played and you've like it really enhances how much peter must have been pulling his punches or fighting to stay in control of the symbiote yeah because what venom does when you give into it is insane yeah and it's like peter must have been fighting for his life yeah. to not do that it shows um, how which, how strong his will you know, is as well yeah which adds to his character hugely which yeah, is really good for sure that whole section was amazing Mm. absolutely amazing uh, and then you obviously got the craven fight which was sick in Times square yeah uh, what yeah. a fucking arena for that fight um mm. and then the scene where venom just fucking snaps his neck like... oh my god they put they pushed their teen fucking rating to the, <laughs> yeah. to the absolute edge just so they could get that scene yeah just so they could get that fucking like the blood, blood dripping on the yeah. ground i was like what i don't think i've ever seen blood in these games before As he but when bites his like, fucking head off yeah Dude, oh yeah i forgot so... he snaps his neck and then fucking bites yeah yeah fuck he bites his head off insane it's yeah very fucking cool and that to me bodes very well for the wolverine game because I'm like, yeah. if they lean more into that sort of thing, where it's like, you know, ripping people apart, and it's like, it actually is like, you know, yeah. Wolverine has to, like, that's, yeah. it has to be gory. It's fucking Wolverine. He's like cutting people up with his blades. Like, you can't have it be like, it has to be violent. That's the way yeah. I see it. Like, you know, yeah, I'm not normally someone who's like, something has to be dark and, and fucking crazy for it to be good, but it's Wolverine. He needs to be tearing people's limbs off and it needs yeah, to yeah, be yeah. like an 18 game for sure. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. You look at you look at Wolverine and you're like, what what games are they competing with in the Wolverine space? It's literally only X-Men Origins Wolverine, which is a great game. Yeah, exactly. Wait, is and it? it's like they've got is a, it a great game that. oh it's like a god yeah, of yeah, war yeah, clone yeah. isn't it yeah it's like, a god of war clone yeah but it's a sick game it's like the combos you good... could do. oh the combat okay 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 yeah yeah it's all it's all great like obviously the story is still based on the movie which is a yeah, bit yeah, bad yeah. film but yeah. the the gameplay itself and like the fact that like there's like you like his actual like his skin comes off and then you see it heal back in yeah, real time yeah, that's what we need that's so fucking good like i remember one time when we were playing it we stood in front of one of those automated turrets with the god mode on and then, like, he became a skeleton. Oh my and god! I don't How know if you remember us doing that. How they technology to do that in that game? That's, it was so it's cool. actually crazy. But yeah, they, and they, then they you need stand like, away um, and it all heals back. They need a scene awesome. like in X Men Three where he's like approaching. You know the scene where he's where like oh what's the her end. Name? What's her fucking name? Jean, Jean Grey. Grey. She's going crazy yeah. in this, and he's like approaching her, and his skin's all tearing off while oh, he's walking up to so her. Good. We need yeah, a scene like awesome. that in the Wolverine game, you know. Where he's just like yeah. p- persevering through this immense pain because he can take it. Uh, that'd, be, yeah. that'd be sick. Something something along the lines of that. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. <clears throat> yeah, the Venom section cool. was sweet. I enjoyed yeah. the fuck out of that. Um, mm. I feel like we the only section of significance that we haven't talked about is, uh, well, bar the side content, which I'm sure we can talk about in a second, is the Venom mm. boss fight, or the two Venom boss fights at the end of the game. Yeah. Which I really liked. I thought they were great. I thought the Miles one was was better than Peter's one. Yeah. I think they were overall pretty good. I think I prefer the Doc Ock one more, though. 
it, I think it was the it, Doc Ock one feels more impactful, you know, because you've grander. got to know. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit more emotional weight. Like there's, yeah. you know, the moment when you're fighting on the side of the building. Yeah. Um, and the music's just swelling. The bit where obviously, you know, the bit where he realizes that Otto knew the whole time that he was Spider Man. Yeah. Um, the emotional crescendo of all of that after the fight, where he's just like, you know, having that sort of breakdown, like with with otto in in the, it's the amazing bottom, like he's fallen off the building yeah my favorite scene or one of my favorite scenes of any insomniac spider-man game for sure yeah and i think that i don't think they're ever gonna beat that to be honest i just yeah i don't know how you do because <clears throat> this fight the venom fight is really cool it's a great like mechanically really fun um and the ending is great too um but i don't think i give a shit enough about harry to be honest <coughs> yeah yeah like, harry's like I just yeah as a character he's a very nice guy but that's about as far as his character goes for me yeah um there's not really much depth to his character so when i was fighting venom i wasn't like with every punch i wasn't like oh i'm punching harry i was like i'm just punching venom in the head yeah, and i don't really care if like, harry gets hurt anyway yeah Harry needed a bit more about him because Otto is so complex. He's this yeah. character, and he's like you can. See, he's so tragic. Like he wants so desperately to help the world, but he's been trodden on at every single turn by, you know, by Norman um, and by his own health. The fact that he, like, you know, he's struggling with his, um, you know, with his physical health, and he's not able to move his muscles properly and stuff yeah. to do the stuff that he wants to do. Like, is he's just trying so hard. And that sends him down this path, and it, it, it again it shows the 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 moral superiority of someone like Peter that he's been trodden on a lot too. Like he's a very downtrodden character that's to deal with a lot, yeah. but he's still a hero in the end. And it's just so meaningful to see that 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 conflict because Peter looked up to him so much as this sort of moral beacon yeah. of like you know doing the right thing, and that just means so much. That is like like you said, you don't feel it with Harry, but with Otto, with every punch, you're like, oh god, I wish this wasn't what was happening. Yeah, but it is, and you don't feel that as much with Harry. No, um, which no. is a shame. And the fight doesn't have an awful. I, I feel like uh, there's there's a couple moments in there, but I feel like there isn't enough struggle between harry and venom during that fight i think mm. there should have been more and that would have maybe maybe made it feel a little bit more impactful where it's like you know after every damage phase there's like a moment where harry sort of comes out and it yeah. reminds you that he's in there but i mean mm. the problems you know with harry's characterization do run deeper i mean the problem with the fight runs deeper than that because harry harry isn't particularly that compelling yeah like he he's he's great like i like he's a good guy I don't but, dislike him. No, yeah. he's just he's just not much. Yeah, they which made was him a, a bit, shame. Like he's almost a bit too nice. Yeah, to the point where I'm like, why he's so nice? And it's like I just don't. Yeah, I don't care about it. It's like there's Whereas, no animosity there between like the, the, you know like I expect there to be more like Peter almost doesn't know this guy anymore because it's been so long since he last saw him. But it's mm-hmm. like when they first meet up again, it's like nothing's ever really changed, um, yeah. which I suppose like... you know works in a sense that it's like they were such good friends that, that it's almost like they pick up where they left off. But it's almost like there's no journey there to them becoming friends mm-hmm. again. It's just like oh, it's Harry again, and we're best friends, and there's no issue there at all. Um, yeah, which yeah. would have been cool to see like them sort of getting to know each other again and and building a, a friendship in the context of their current lives, which may 
may have made Harry more of an impactful character later down the line. Mm. And I, I think as well, um, it's there's more complexity to Otto because there's this struggle between what he knows is right and what he wants and the fact that he can't get it and like his conflict with Norman and like this it's just he's just so complex there's so many like different facets to who he is as a person yeah for sure um and it's so compelling to see that because you want so badly for him to not go down that path but and, and like you know from the very start that he will yeah it's just you're you're watching on it's like a car crash it's like you just can't look away and you're just like every scene with him is like oh god please i don't want this to happen yeah. to him but it's you like know you have it's a moment happen. between otto and peter where they're like working something out or like they have a really nice moment together yeah. but that's soured by the fact that you know what's going to happen to him yeah it's like there's that moment in the lab where they sort of sort of have finally worked out what they're going to do and peter says to him like and he tells him about his illness and peter's like you know i'm not going to leave because I, I like i respect you because of you know what's up here not not you know what's out here or whatever like talking yeah. about you know his body compared to his brain and he's yeah. like you know so i'm always like i'm always going to be there for you or whatever and otto just like gives him a hug and it's just so nice it's like i love that relationship and i love the the, the respect peter has for him i love the respect that otto does have for peter too um yeah. and the fact that but it's also not perfect and they do sometimes get into little arguments and there are like those little bits and there's just so much going on that yeah. it just like feels so real it's because they um, really put that time in in the first game to have those scenes with just the two of them together um mm-hmm. and i'm not saying there isn't that for harry in spider-man 2 but it just there isn't enough of him in spider-man 2 for me to for me to care about him really like for yeah. me, Harry was Harry was a, a vehicle for the symbiote, not mm-hmm. not a character, particularly in his own right, really. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's also as well. I think at points in the game, I didn't believe that he was actually that nice. Like I thought he had ulterior motives somewhere. Yeah. Because, but he didn't. He just didn't. He just was that nice. He's just a really nice guy, um, which yeah. was so weird. I was like, you know, when he's taking you around school and like uh, with the bike ride, and it's you know great moments. And and the the when he shows up as Agent Venom and stuff, I was waiting for him to like for, for the game to reveal that like he had some sort of ulterior motive or like he was sort of more aware of what the symbiote was doing and it was like yeah. using harry's niceness or something that would have been more and it interesting. already taken over him or something but it just wasn't that he's just like he's just, just he's just completely nice and has no flaws yeah. at all it would have been way yeah. cooler if if he if because he has experience <clears throat> with with the symbiote before meeting back up with peter it would have been cool if he had like you know come to terms with the fact that it, it it wasn't a good thing but it was keeping him alive and he wanted to stay alive so badly that he was willing to become something that he wasn't you know yeah just a little bit just a flaw i would have liked a few flaws harry yeah. was too perfect which then yeah. made him not feel like a compelling character because it was like oh well he's just the nicest guy on earth he's rich he, he created the emf foundation you know he's inviting peter to all this stuff and it's all perfect um I would have liked some flaws there for sure, and that would have probably yeah. expanded his character into something that I actually cared about, opposed to I, I just didn't really, you know. 
There were moments where I was like, yeah, you know, it's going to be terrible when Peter and, you know, Harry have to come to terms with the fact that he can't use a symbiote to stay alive and he has to come up with another plan. Because I was like, oh, they're such good friends. Like, if that was one of my friends, like, that would be such a heartbreaking situation to be in. And, like, the final scene where, you know, Harry's like, let's save the, let's heal the world or whatever. And and, mm-hmm. and then they turn on that thing and, and Venom dies or whatever, whatever, whatever happens to Venom. Um fuck what was i even talking about <laughs> uh that was you liked harry in that moment yeah yeah there were moments where i was like damn this is really sad and emotionally impactful but for most of the game yeah i didn't i didn't care about yeah them. i think the big difference for me between <clears throat> spider-man 1 and this even between miles as well is that um in spider-man 1 and miles the moments that were sad evoked an emotional reaction from me whether it was tearing up or actually crying or like feeling something whereas in Spider-Man 2 it didn't it just I could recognise that what they'd written was probably sad more than anything and it's like it's a sound story that has the emotional beats but the emotional resonance for me happened more when it was like um, Miles and Mr. Negative or Miles fighting Peter yeah um, and stuff like that <clears throat> the stuff with harry it never hit for me no and it always felt like god i just wish there was something about this guy that could make me give a shit yeah but I it don't like felt care. really unsatisfying like i was like like even the scene where harry's like breaking down begging for the symbiote back and stuff and then like smacks the fucking wall or whatever with his cane I was mm. just like, I don't care that this guy is upset. Like, I just, yeah. obviously Peter should give the symbiote back. And obviously, you know, it'd be good if Harry could live. And, you know, the characters want that. But it's like, why do I not care? And it, like, it nagged me that I didn't care Yeah. Um, while it, I was playing I, the game. <clears throat> it's maybe almost because we've not seen Peter's relationship with Harry prior to this. So yeah. we don't know their deeper connection. We yeah. don't know how much he cares about him. But then... Again, we we don't know that about Otto either. Or Finn, really. Or Finn. And I care about those as, like, way more than Harry. Same. And I think it's because, like, for Finn, she has this complexity of, like, she wants the same ends as Miles. Like, they both have the same goal. It's just Miles and Finn get there differently and believe different ways to deal with it. And it's, like, this journey of, like, Miles has to then struggle with that because it's, like how do i stay true to who i am while also staying loyal to my best friend yeah and there's that that struggle which is so good um and i think one of the core things is not even necessarily the flaws of finn and otto although that's part of writing a character they have like people have to be flawed yeah but i think it's also the <clears throat> fact that they go through struggles um whereas harry doesn't he's a millionaire like he has yeah. like, there are no struggles he doesn't struggle with anything and he has no flaws and it's just like i am the nicest guy ever and i am gonna do so many good things and i also have the money to do so many good things yeah um the only struggle is his health is his illness and we don't even get to really see how that affects him outside of um peter being in the symbiote and at that point it's more about peter than it is about harry yeah um so it's like it almost would have been good to understand what harry was like with peter and how that was affecting his life without the symbiote in the picture yeah to get a real sense of it but 100%. you don't and there's so also like difficult. another struggle he could have gone through is like you know with his mum's death that could be something that weighs on his, his conscience heavily and that's barely talked about in the game really it's like yeah. mentioned like once like when he goes to her grave 
Yeah, but apart it's from also that, like it's like, you know it's like one of the driving forces of EMF, <clears throat> but yeah, it's not it's not really mentioned. It's just no, like that it's is. like I you care about is, EMF but... because of because of May, not because of your fucking mum that I don't know anything exactly. about. Exactly, um, exactly. We know nothing about his mother. We know nothing about his relationship with his mother, and one of the biggest points of contention for Harry is the relationship with his father, and you barely get to see Norman in this game. And I love so... how Norman is just like cutting about in these games, just like buying <laughs> loads of shit and getting into just 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 doing like he's the fucking Green Goblin, and obviously that's going to be something that they go that into happen, later yeah. down the line, one hundred percent. But it's like <laughs> he just sort of shows up at random points and is like, "Oh, Pete, you're such a great guy. Thanks, it's thanks to be my son's friend." Weird. <laughs> it's I I am in like two minds about how they handle Norman in Spider Man Two because in Spider Man One he was really fucking good mm. he was this symbol of true corruption and like true evil that like all of these villains yes they are bad and we need to stop them but they're symptoms or yeah they're symptoms of norman yeah. like the corruption that he is a representative of and the things that he does that harms everyday people the same way peter gets harmed by these sorts of people these corrupt government officials these billionaires and whatever and these large corporations the, the way they, they fuck over regular people yeah. the villains that we see are victims of norman osborne yeah. and otto most of all um and i love that symbolism and i love the way they do that because it's like yeah these guys are wrong and peter will stop them but at the same time norman is the real villain here he's yeah. the you know he's the real guy that needs to be stopped <clears throat> and in this game you don't see any of that no. all you see is the side of him that's oh i really love my son <laughs> he's just a really nice guy in spider-man 2 it's <laughs> <laughs> such weird characterization <laughs> yeah uh it's I, I i can't tell and i guess we'll have to wait for the third game to know but I can't tell if they've done that because they want to show two sides of him mm. so that he has more complexity because it's like, oh, we know the evil corporate government, the mayor version, yeah. but then we also know the caring father. Yeah. And then that'll come to a head in Spider-Man 3 where you've got both sides of this character <clears throat> as the Green Goblin. Uh, maybe they did it because of that or maybe they maybe. just couldn't be bothered to keep up the allegory and the... Yeah. Like the what he's what he represented as a character i don't know yet no um but what but... i do think is cool that is that his arc into becoming the green goblin is because of spider-man doing the right thing <clears throat> you know spider-man couldn't you know neither of them could have they did all they could you know with the venom fight at the end when you know they get rid of venom and they save harry through through miles doing the right thing saving him <clears throat> and through both of them defeating venom they create another villain and they couldn't have mm. done it any differently i like that yeah <clears throat> but yeah. yeah norman is very weird in spider-man 2 he's just yeah. like there and very positive and really nice and like everyone's forgotten about devil's breath and it's like yeah <laughs> what are we doing it's odd. and he also, he also says like he's when at the end when he's all at, sad and angry he's like get the g serum it's like oh i wonder what that i wonder what that means <laughs> he might as well have just said get the greek goblin armor and the super soldier serum <laughs> yeah yeah it's so funny and also they do it as well like the fucking the post-credit scene where um 
He's like, oh, what are you writing? And he's like, and Otto's like, the final chapter. He's like, yep, <laughs> yep, yeah, all right. I get it. <laughs> I get it, man. Yeah, they're a little bit Fucking heavy-handed hell. with some some sort of uh, setups there. Yeah. But that, I... was, that, was, that was a Ragnarokism, that was. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> but I mostly like where they're heading with the next game, for sure. Um, having yeah. Spider-Man 3 be a Green Goblin-centric storyline is just, that's what i want because i mean when i think of spider-man villains the well i mean venom's up there when it pops into my mind but when i think about his rogues gallery that isn't like a fucking big alien it's green goblin is the one that i think of so yeah i'm glad they're setting that up i almost feel like with the with the ending we got for for peter it's gonna be weird for the next game to immediately be oh here's another personal peter parker threat that brings peter back into the mix and then miles gets sidelined again because he has no <laughs> no connection to norman osborne yeah yeah or or otto like there's not like wh- i don't know i feel like we almost need a game in between like so that i think we will get then, one in between but then miles again like ends up with a side game instead of a mainline spider-man game and it's like yeah ah i just don't know and then like they've you know they're introducing silk with with cindy moon in in the in the other post credit scene wait Um, wait what did you did you not see that one what i i i let the whole credits play out there's the the one the one in miles's apartment where um hayley comes over and he's like oh yeah i've finished the finished the essay yeah 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 you get to meet rio's like the guy she's seeing her boyfriend yeah yeah and then his daughter is cindy moon oh is, is that what he's okay so okay i do remember that i don't know who the fuck cindy moon is so i suppose that was me missing that um, yeah no yeah 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 that's that's who she is i didn't oh, know either, no I silk is involved that means yeah. peter's gonna cheat on mj because that was what? like in, no, in the she's comics a, she's young she's not she's like miles is age. oh no in the comics it's like whenever peter and silk meet they shag like fucking oh, no. crazy because like there was this stupid plot point that was written in like oh they're spider pheromones just make them want to fuck or That's something like that. i don't know what comic run, run that was. they're not gonna do that miles is gonna miles. cheat on Haley. oh no no oh we, i don't give oh, a shit about anyway that's another thing i want to talk about oh no i love Haley. Haley I, is was, I think she's fine great. Haley is fine but i think she could do I with some more don't writing. give a shit about her and that's not I because like she's a... deaf. I, that's I... not the reason why I don't <laughs> I give a didn't shit about say that it. No, but was. I want to make it clear because people will immediately assume it's because she's disabled that I dislike her. Well, maybe not if you know me, but people that are listening <laughs> that don't know me, you know, I, I think it's cool they have they have you know a deaf character as one of the, the main characters. The quest with her was really cool. The side quest, the one where you go and you do all the the graffiti. The I thought it was shit. Really? I it was fucking, fucking awesome. Hated that I loved how they did it. The way they, they they make you like you can't hear anything and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. Deaf, but like and deaf people can't hear anything. Shit fucking um, mini game. Like the, no, where I fucking so nice. I fucking hated that mission. It was it the was worst so side mission in the game. Nice. It was terrible. Um, Fuck you. I don't want to play as her again. The worst um, side mission. The flame side quest exists. That is better. That is fuck fucking off. better. Get yes, the it is. Fuck You're out. fucking lying if you think That's the Haley insane. side mission is better. Is better than the flame. The flame is better. No. At least the, the flame, flame has side quest was some of the worst shit I've ever fucking played. Yeah, it was fuck pretty bad, shit. but at least it, at least it's. <laughs> 
fuck. I was no, going to say, at least Hayley... it sets up Carnage, but that's not a reason oh, for it being good. Yeah, no. It was Look, more fun than the Haley. I really dislike the Haley. Haley's great. I love Haley. I think she's really good. She could do with some more screen time. I yeah, think. she could. She could 100% but I like, benefit I like from her more a lot. time. And I think it's I like really nice, the cutscenes where Miles and Genki will sign, even though they're just talking to each other and stuff, she she can be a part of it. I think that's really cool, too. <laughs> you um, say, like, that is nice, but, like, match if they didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, from, from like, a, you know, dialogue, <laughs> you know, standpoint, it flows better if they didn't, but it's cool they put that attention to detail in. Um, yeah, no, it is good. But... Yeah, I just I don't really care too much about Haley, unfortunately. Um, I don't know. There's just some, like something about maybe she just needs more time, you maybe. know, and to be more She's involved. She's not like my favorite with, character or anything with Miles Spider-Man stuff. But at this current point, she doesn't feel like a <clears throat> Spider-Man love interest. She just feels like she fills the role of love interest for Miles, but she's not really needed. Like. Uh, Part of me just would prefer if Miles didn't have a love interest. I, I don't think, maybe think he needs it's one. The, maybe it's that Miles's relationship with Haley has not been a focus of the story, and so it almost feels like she's completely unnecessary because there's never it's never part of the story in a yeah. meaningful way. Like, I like, don't there's remember never the any moment where they became of, a thing. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I think it's. I think it would be nice if there's a bit more conflict between them. Like, if there's something that comes up. Like, the reason that Peter and MJ are so compelling is not just because, oh, MJ is just a girlfriend he has and is yeah. in some scenes sometimes. It's because, like, she actually gets involved and she has a mind of her own and yeah. she doesn't want to be treated like a baby and, like, she wants to help Peter and there's this... They have this conflict but also this similar interest. Whereas yeah. with, with Haley, she really is almost a traditional love interest where... Like she's there because they're in a relationship, and that's it. She doesn't really do anything else. Pretty much. Um, like she knows he's Spider Man. She knows he does that stuff. Yeah, and she's just quite nice and kind. Yeah, and... like she's a nice character, and yeah, you like know... she helps charities and stuff. Like yeah. we've seen that. But like um... she's fictional, so I don't give a shit if she does that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just <laughs> fucking helping anyone. <laughs> no, but I mean it's like May with Feast. It's like it shows she's yeah, a good yeah. person. It shows like, you her you know... morals as a character. You know, the, the, I think what yeah. characterized her well was that in that side quest was where she notices something's wrong and she goes to that guy and offers to help him i think that was really cool mm-hmm. shame the rest of the mission sucks dick but um okay I, I just think i need to do more with her they need to do more with her she needs more screen time she needs to be more involved with miles there needs to be more conflict between her and miles but i just mm-hmm. she doesn't do much for me personally like if i could you know <laughs> get rid of her i would Wow. <laughs> That's because I wow. don't think Miles needs a love interest at this current point. We have the love interest story going on with Peter and MJ, you know? What I mean, can you what can they do, do with Haley and do... Miles that's gonna be different? What can they do? I mean if if you do something with it, it would be interesting. It's just that they haven't done anything with it. Yeah. So it's just kind of a thing that is there. I guess Which I don't like, like it in fine. its current form. I don't like if maybe in the next couple games they'll flesh that out. I'm sure they will. But yeah. currently I don't care about Haley. I don't care about Haley the same way I care about Yankee. That's for sure. Yeah, I think Yankee was a bit sidelined in this too. It would have been nice to see some more of him. True, being the guy was, in the chair. He was great in Mars Morales. I really liked him. He was very good. Um, yeah, but in this, he was just a bit. He's just sort of like there sometimes. Yeah, I suppose a lot of Miles' characters and, and story threads did get sidelined a bit uh, because yeah. it was a Peter game and not a <clears throat> Miles and Peter game. 
yeah. what it was a majority Peter game. Hmm. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else? I feel like there's obviously something we've missed, but side content. Um, oh yeah, well, like some of the standout side missions. Um, uh, I, well, the two. I were, mean, yeah, there's two side missions. Two that really stand that are good. out. Uh, yeah, Find yeah. Grandpa and Howard. Yeah. The two yeah. obviously being great. You know, just oh, <laughs> the Howard mission. Genuinely man. great. Like that yeah. music that plays when when you you know you, you're, you're taking a the... tour around the city. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. And obviously, he was it's a really character good. that was in the first game as well, wasn't he? He was in, yeah, he's been in all of them. He was in Miles as well. Yeah, and it's just so beautiful. It was such a beautiful moment with those yeah. birds, it was, you know. And it, it was so it was so simple, but it was just so effective. Yeah, there's just something about it, you know. It was Peter, no worries, carefree, enjoying a wholesome Spider-Man mission. Um, I. I I kind of could have done without the suicide at the end, to be honest. <clears throat> what? It was what? He kills himself at the end. How? He doesn't kill himself. But he just dies. Oh. He doesn't kill himself. But but Howard calls Spider Man on the phone, and he. Ju- I think he, he just like knew his health was halfway I think through. The, I, I thought that was I, him killing himself. I'm pretty sure the idea was that, like, because you, well, maybe. No, it no, because no, he's it perfectly wasn't. fine. He's like talking no, about I, I used to work at that factory and it's like all wholesome and stuff. And he's like, I'm gonna go on a new journey but that's now. Him. Yeah, I assume I it thought was that, that was he him knew he was dying. Himself. Oh, okay, fuck it hell. Okay, I, it, I got the I, whole I, I, idea from that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was him. He's like, he knows he's about to die. Okay. Like his health's not good. He's like, I'm, you know. I think it, because obviously okay, in that real makes life way you more can't sense. know that you're going to die, but like I assume in the context of the game, it's like ah, uh, you know, I'm getting old. I'd like to just type some loose ends before I go, sort of thing. And oh. when he does type those loose ends with his pigeons, that's when he just that's when he like, feels he, okay. To he's go. okay to go. Yeah, Fuck, that makes that's way better. I thought he killed himself. No, no, I'm pretty sure I'm right, unless I'm wrong and you're no, right. No, I think but... you're right. I think you're right. I think the suicide is just way too brutal for that. Would actually be kind of fucking yeah. insane. Actually, thinking about it, that, that, yeah. that's, like, that, that's why when I finished like, it, up. I was like, that was a really good quest. But what was with the suicide at the end? Oh, oh my god, dude. <laughs> Fuck that. Funny. Makes way much That's more sense. So I don't even remember that Howard had health issues. I thought he was fine. Uh, I don't know if he did, but I think it just—I just felt that it was like implied. He didn't look because... that old. I was like, okay, it's like a, like a you know a middle-aged man who's on hard He's times. He's definitely old because he talks about his his like memories of the past and stuff. And yeah, fuck. Okay, fuck. That makes that quest way better. I thought. I thought he that's killed himself. So, that's genuinely <laughs> That's why I thought the call dropped out, because he was like, oh, the birds are okay, now now I can go kill no, myself. I think his heart oh, just fuck. stopped. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's way yeah. better. Okay, is there anything you didn't understand about the, the grandpa one? <laughs> no, that, was, that, was, that was a particularly beautiful quest, the, the grandpa one. That was one, a great one. Sure. I yeah. fucking loved that. Like, when he's just sitting on the bench with him, listening to yeah. him talk about his wife and i yeah, think it's a story so that nice. everyone can relate to if you've been in love with someone um mm. you know well, obviously not everyone's had you know their significant other pass away but you can you can understand how that would make someone feel and yeah it, i'm sure it resonates with most people that played it it was yeah. just it was just very beautiful and i'm glad it ended on like a wholesome note with you know the daughter yeah. showing up and he was able to talk about her and 
you know, old people, elderly people, I don't want to call them old people, elderly people, I suppose, when, when they have a significant other, they have a child with them, and then their wife or husband dies, a part of their spouse is still within their daughter or son or whatever. So it's, it's, it was nice yeah. to end that with him on the bench with her, because it's like, he's not alone. It's not depressing. He just misses his wife, but he has his daughter. It's like, yeah, it's like in in a, in a way, his wife is still there with him. Yeah, on the bench. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah oh, it was a beautiful it, bit of dialogue. Yeah, like, it was just amazing. It was very good. It really that's made the me thing. tear up. That's the crazy thing, right? Is the those two moments are the two moments that the game made me feel the most. Yeah, same. Which is wild, but that's because the emotional core of Spider Man are moments like that. Yeah um it's you know those those actual like human moments that's the you know the point and so it feels in a lot of ways because those were also the the the, mo- the most heavy hitting parts of spider-man one and two yeah. the, the emotional human moments or spider-man one and miles morales i mean mm-hmm. um whereas this game it i feel like it does tend to drop the ball with that in the main story um, yeah, I mean, compared to the, side the human moments, those, you know, should have been between Harry, MJ, and Peter, and we do get yeah. the nice moment during Coney Island, and I really enjoyed that sequence. Uh, I like the bit with with Peter and and MJ on the on, on the, the Ferris wheel. wheel. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. I liked that, uh, yeah, and very, I liked yeah. I liked the section with them three just sort of fucking around at the amusement park. That that quest yeah, was to me was setting up Harry as a really good character at that point. I was like, okay. I'm starting to care about him. I'm seeing their dynamic. This is, you know, stuff they used to do when they when they were younger, and you know they're reconnecting now. And I thought they were going to have more moments like that, but yeah, they just sort of dropped the ball. On I that. think, I think as well um, with Harry. I mean, I know we keep fucking talking about this Harry's fucking shortcomings, shit, that's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but he. Um, I feel like there needed to be more of a struggle for him to reintegrate into Peter's life 100%. Than, than he had. Yeah. Like, it should be like, oh, he doesn't really know him now. Like, it's been a while. Like, he doesn't... Yeah. It's been a few years. Like, he doesn't really know Peter. Like, he doesn't know MJ. He doesn't know where they're at with their relationship. Like, um, Miles is around. It's almost like he's taken that spot. Yeah. And so, like, there should have been more. But he just kind of, like, slips back in. They're all like, oh, you're having a good time. And we're all just good friends. And there's absolutely no conflict between yeah, us whatsoever. Yeah. It's um, just... Imagine if he was, like, slightly more <clears throat> awkward in his approach. And, like, less, like... Because he's so confident the moment. He's like, I'm taking you somewhere. A trip down memory lane. And it's yeah. like, who fucking does that? Um, yeah. Like, if yeah. He's if he like, oh, here's... Little... I've, got, I've just got some bikes on me. Here yeah, we go. Let's yeah. go for a ride. And then also, why is that bit right? I, I, I talked about this on stream. Um, but I wanted to bring it up with you. He gets the bike out, and Peter's like, "Wait, isn't this my old bike?" And then um, he's like, "Nah." He's like, "Nah, nah." It just looks like it. Was that a, a lie? He's lying, right? I don't fucking know. His... I think it is his bike. Well, and he was it's just having just... like a banterous, like little. No, I think he's trying to cut. I think he doesn't want Peter to know that he went to the trouble to find his old bike. That makes okay. That actually adds a nice little bit of you know sort of trepidation to his character he didn't want to be too full on if, if this he is want, right yeah, he yeah. didn't want to be too full on and lied to him yeah he he just yeah he doesn't want peter to be like like he doesn't want to he's trying to do a nice thing and he want like he's like oh i'll do this because peter might appreciate it yeah but at the same time he doesn't want to be like oh yeah i went and found your old bike from when we were kids well like i've still got it after all these years yeah yeah because yeah. it might 
freak him out or something. I think that was the intent with that. But the line um, delivery of him going, nah, there's not enough like hesitation in there. It, it yeah, wasn't it's, clear it, enough to me that it was a lie. Yeah. and I, But there, there's this other part of me that thinks, like, actually, it's not his bike. Um, because, and the only reason it looks like his bike is because they needed to reuse the bike model in the flashback. Oh. And so they just throw in this throwaway line where but he's I like, wait, that looks like my old bike. And no then Harry goes, no, nah, it's not. And it's actually not. It's just like a joke at the expense of the fact they only had like one bike model they could use. Um, but there's no way. I feel like it must be intentional. It has to be. Because oh, they also, God. like, how it wouldn't be that difficult to just retexture it. No, change like, the colour of it. You can probably do that in five seconds. I don't know much about game yeah. development, but surely they have the resources to fucking do that. Yeah, I mean, they have, there's a fucking side mission for EMF where you ride a bike, yeah. and that's a different bike, so exactly. it's like, and it's they did that. And it's vastly different as well. Yeah, it's a whole different model, it's not even just a different texture, so I think it was on purpose. Weird line delivery, though. Yeah, it is a weird line delivery. Very weird. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think talking about, like, Harry and his reintegration, how it's very smooth, it, they've they've done it before well and they did it with mj in the first game like the reintegration into peter's life is not smooth and like, finn they... <laughs> and finn yeah that's <laughs> done true it twice. <laughs> yeah they've done it twice and then with harry they just like got it wrong somehow <laughs> i don't it's know just... why they wrote him like they did i just yeah, don't know why i they don't did know it. either because i they were just like oh. he has no flaws it's he like has he's nothing the about vehicle him, like... for venom you have to make him compelling you have to yeah you know it's so odd that the and i think I... no i don't even know what the fuck they were doing because part of me thinks like oh they wanted to be like oh this like moral beacon who's just a really good guy never done a wrong thing in his life gets corrupted by venom and that's tragic but that's not very interesting. No. So, it's like, man good become alien bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's care. like, it's odd. Because it's like, there should have been more, like, part of, like, those stories is that, oh, he already had insecurities. We see those. It's just Venom brings them out. Yeah. But we don't see that. And also, he's joined with Venom for a lot of the game, and he's nice for all of it. He's fine. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, like... For some reason, there's. I guess the symbiote doesn't affect him. For some reason, Maybe I don't know. Until the end of the game, I guess so. I mean, I think. I, I think part of it is actually that the symbiote in this universe isn't inherently evil. No, it's when it joins with Peter, it feeds off of his deep insecurity. Yeah. At the loss of Aunt May. Because I think that Peter's always been insecure, but I think he's incredibly insecure now, and he has a lot of unresolved trauma after Aunt May died. We see that when Miles and Mr. Negative go into his head. Yeah. Um, and he's still dealing with that. And I think that it feeds on that. Yeah. And his desire to do everything he can to make sure he doesn't lose anyone ever again because it hurt him too much, and it still does. That's easy for the um, symbiote to exploit. And I think the symbiote exploits that, but it absorbs it too. Yeah. Because it's, like, the whole idea is that it's fucking symbiotic. That's the point. So it goes both ways, not just one. Yeah. So the symbiote learns from Peter just as the heat, like, like Peter uses the symbiote. So when it then rejoins with Harry, Harry already feeling insecure scared alone isolated gets this big whack of peter's insecurity and trauma and yeah. then it, it turns him into venom i think that's the point but also the symbiote um, is feeling like the symbiote is feeling dejected <laughs> like after yeah, yeah, peter true. rejects it 
mm-hmm. it's it's got its own you know anger towards peter and that makes it even yeah. more volatile when it joins back with harry yeah yeah for sure i think that probably is why i just don't i just it doesn't it doesn't save harry from being no, i think what we're learning though. is it should have been eddie brock <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe also because it, it sucks more because it's a character like harry osborne like you could get away with eddie brock being uninteresting yeah but when you make harry osborne uninteresting it's a huge shame yeah because it's fucking Harry Osborn. <laughs> such an, you yeah. know, important character in Spider-Man mythos, and you just sort of... Sort yeah, of and it's crazy, because they do a similar-ish <coughs> storyline with Harry in Spider-Man 3, the Raimi film, where there is this, like, animosity between Peter and Harry, and, you'd like, they sort of have to... Like, there's this sort of overcoming of that, and is this parallel between the revenge that Harry wants because he thinks Spider-Man killed his father and the way Peter's feeling because of the symbiote. And there's this, like, parallel there. Suppose uh, Harry from the films benefits from not being in a coma for, like, four years. Yeah, <laughs> like They had true. to reintegrate him in a way where there's not conflict already. Because, I mean, imagine Peter getting mad at him and he's just been in a yeah. coma for ages. It's like... I don't know why they made him yeah, ill in the yeah. first place. Don't make him fucking ill. I don't, I don't. Fuck off. It's because it's because of how it connects to Craven, I guess. Like the illness yeah, and Craven's illness yeah. and the way that it parallels. It's like. But I, but I don't think they were thinking of that when they wrote him as ill in Spider-Man One. They wanted then him why to be Venom. Did they though? They wanted him to be Venom. I think that was the plan all along. Is from the from the get go, they wanted Harry Osborn to be Venom, and the only way well, they yeah, were they able they to did, do that because... is writing him as, yeah. as being ill. And having is that the it. only way? That's not the only True, way. It's not the. Yeah, it's just not the only way. It's not. <laughs> they could have just isn't. had him around. Yeah, they could have had him. Uh, you know what? That would have been better if Harry was in the fucking first game, and was mentioned yeah, or showed probably. up at some point in Miles Morales, and then in Spider-Man Two he gets the symbiote, and it's like, oh, this character that I love so much from the previous games is fucking going through this shit. Yeah, I can't fucking believe yeah. it. That would have been way better. Yeah, like, don't like make if, him ill. If, <laughs> like if cares? Harry and. <laughs> <laughs> if Harry and if Harry and, and and Peter were friends in the first game still, and it's almost like they'd reconnected after he broke up with MJ or something. Yeah, yeah. Like so, they were they were stronger than ever, and then um, he like Peter meets MJ again, and they start reconnecting, and Harry feels dejected from that. Like he's almost like ah, like I'm happy like we're a you know group of three again, but like I felt like me and Peter were finally close again yeah and then he becomes close with mj again and there's this sort of there is a little bit you could put in there like a little bit of like oh he feels a little bit put out by it or whatever and then it comes back around like more insecurities can like sort of build up to the point where he joins with the symbiote and then i mean you'd have harry dealing with all the shit with devil's breath and oscorp as well like that that'd be something in his yeah he was present for that exactly because i'm sure he'd get a lot of shit from the press because he's the son of norman osborne yeah and that can like beat it. him down and the symbiote can yeah. use that what because, the fuck insomniac yeah because also like the people like the press wouldn't give a shit that harry has done so much good for the city yeah and that he's done all of these different research stations and like he's he's using that money to do good things and he's, and he's like i try so like, hard EMF to help the world and no one fucking cares no one gives a shit yeah and they're all just like talking about his dad who's corrupt and you know, morally reprehensible and has done all these bad things and it's all of these things weighing on him yeah. that turns him into Venom which is like would be so good too, be because it's also this parallel to Peter who 
you know he's trying to do good as well and he's constantly being trodden on too but there's this parallel yeah. then like there is with Otto that what two fuck? people that want to do good that go different ways after hardships um that would be so good but, but that's yeah, another that could, time that could have been that's another that timeline entirely yeah instead he's yeah. just got like super aids or something and he's in a yeah. van <laughs> it's it's interesting moving on so to talk about i guess where they go from here yeah like i think there's it's interesting because i think you've obviously got wraith is still in the city they're gonna do something with cindy moon and then maybe harry comes back and he's also a superhero now too and they do something else with that paraplegic man (laughs) (laughs) it's like i don't know what they're doing because i feel like they've set up this idea that superheroes are just free roaming the city and you can stumble across them yeah to the point where i'm like they're gonna do lots of them in the next game like i feel like they're gonna add to it and they're gonna be like way more that's what i feel like they're aiming they've heard all the criticism of the avengers not showing up and they're like well people want the avengers they are (laughs) yeah you could just you could you could team up with the avengers for random and then iron man makes mcu reference (laughs) oh god um uh I don't know where they're going to go. I genuinely don't know where they're going to go with this. We know there's um, going to be Green Goblin. That's one thing we're sure of. I'm 100%. I mean, you said yeah. where's the fucking G-Serum, so he's getting the fucking yeah. suit. And Otto, Otto's coming back, too. Which I'm happy about. I'm, I'm, I like Otto a lot. Don't know what he's yep. going to do in the third game. I think he'll be redeemed. And then he'll die. But Yeah, maybe. He'll die, die saving yeah. Spider-Man. Probably. I don't maybe. think Peter will. I hope they don't kill Peter in the third game. I, uh, I, don't I would have originally Joel. said I originally would have said I would like them to kill him, but after what happened in this game, mm, probably not. No. Now it's just it um, would feel so cheap. If he was still Spider Man and he hadn't done this balance thing and he wasn't prioritizing Peter, I think I would probably be like I'd be okay with seeing him die and handing the mantle over to Miles. But because he's found this sense of balance him dying would serve no purpose yeah it would be so, pointless the only thing it would do is motivate miles yeah. and it's like you can motivate miles in a plethora of other ways yeah 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 i don't think you need to to kill to kill peter i don't think you need to do that and it, at it, least it, not in this game maybe in one way down the line but i, I don't know it I mean, would cause it, a fucking last of us situation again if they kill peter yeah I just and insomniac think gaming i think industry can take it <laughs> i think insomniac have proved they don't even have they don't have the same balls that naughty dog has no to do something like that anyway no um naughty dog definitely is like this is the this is the story we want to tell and we don't care if you like it or not yeah which is admirable because last was part two is a fucking masterpiece it is it is um, it is but um yeah insomniac i don't think that and also i don't think it's also the story they want to tell and i don't think they're so committed to it that it's like <clears throat> you know I, I i i get the impression that spider-man 2 was not the game that it was going to be when they made spider-man 1 I just yeah yeah something about it it doesn't feel like the natural next step to me no it feels something about it is like this doesn't feel like where the game was going yeah um, for sure there, there's there are certain aspects of it where it's like did did you mean for this to be where it's ended up or is this like a complete accident yeah, I, or was this it's forced? almost like part of me is almost like maybe venom was supposed to be spider-man 3 maybe the whole spider-man 3 was supposed to be venom part of me thinks it should have been because potentially i mean web of shadows is a better symbiote story than spider-man 2 
Yeah, um, and that sadly. whole game. What do you mean, sadly? sadly. Web of Shadows is amazing. Well, no, yeah, but this should have been better. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, part of me feels it's so sad to say, but part of me feels like Venom was wasted on Spider-Man Two almost. Um, yeah, because yeah. like I, I like it, and I, I like this take on a symbiote story, and I've really enjoyed my time playing the game. But a whole game dedicated to the symbiote would have been. I feel like that's something you need. You can't half-ass a symbiote story without it mm. feeling like there's something missing when you finish it. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I, I think, on the whole, what I'm glad about, though, is that I liked the character journey, and I liked yeah. where Miles went and ended up, and I like where Peter went and ended up, um, and all of that worked for me really nicely, and there's a really nice message the game has. And Yeah, just, there's like, some great feels... moments in there, like some yeah. really strong, impactful moments, and it, it's a yeah. great game. Like, mm-hmm. you know, from... the you know even just from a gameplay standpoint like with with the new abilities oh, yeah. the the Hugely traversal fun. the web wings like stuff like that um yeah i loved the mysteriums i thought they were really fun combat trials yeah, uh, yeah. fucking hell, what other side content is there uh, i mean the hunter blinds and bases and the symbiote nests were of course just classic sort of beat em up style mm. like you know I preferred the the de- like the bases in the first game. So did I, yeah, for sure. I I did prefer they, those they too. They were better. Uh, the hunter blinds were a little bit, yeah. Well, the hunter blinds themselves were shit because they're just set up for the bases. Yeah. Uh, the, bases the bases were, were yeah. They were fine. Maybe a bit too big. Like they went on for a bit too long. Yeah, and the the, the symbiote nests were obviously just you know allows you to fight symbiote monsters after the game, yeah. which I was fine with. I never expected it to be anything crazy. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, the Brooklyn Vision stuff was it was it was nice from a character standpoint, but the missions themselves mm. sucked for the most part. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Yeah, like um, taking some photos of some buildings. Yeah, or like getting the fucking lion toy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot it, of people really hated the one. It was a mascot. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, but a... yeah, but he wasn't in the suit when you're taking him back. Oh. But I wouldn't call it a toy. Well, it looks like one. I thought it was at first. It's a furry yeah, no, suit. It, it is a fur suit. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people really hated the one with the guy asking his boyfriend to homecoming, but I thought that oh, was that like one the was best nice. one. That was the best Brooklyn's Vision one. Brooklyn Vision yeah. one, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was really nice, yeah. A lot of I people hated it because obviously they're homophobic. Yeah, yeah. Like the well, they're shoving of... it down my throat, yeah. for fuck's yeah. sake. Like, I saw this Instagram in post Spider-Man. that was like, the moment we all <laughs> logged off Spider-Man 2 forever, and it was that quest, and it was like, <laughs> dude, like, what, are you that like sensitive that you can't even see a gay, a gay person? in a oh, video that's so game fucking, that's embarrassing yeah yeah it's crazy but yeah God. brooklyn visions oh yeah it was fine it was fine what happens fine. at the end of brooklyn visions i forgot i don't remember oh, you oh get the suit, yeah the, yeah yeah like shit suit that no one's gonna fucking wear um thing yeah uh, not as good as the suit you get for doing all the side quests in miles morales that oh, the yeah, pride yeah. suit is sick, sick. i love the that golden one. the gold one. classic suit yeah yeah that's good. awesome in terms of yeah. suit, cole- uh, suit selection as well, Miles has got Peter so beat in this game as well. Yeah. All of Peter's yeah. suits are shit. Yeah. But like shit, the movie, for, like, ones. movie ones. And like, yeah. why are there seven MCU suits for Peter? Yeah. Seven. It's so unnecessary. You could make them like color variants of just the homecoming one like where's the fucking it's cool the suits suit. from the first game like the spider armor mark 3 or that uh what's that 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 cool one with the green glowing spider on his chest it's like the iron suit but it's like 
Oh, I know. Red and yeah, blue, that one was great. Called, yeah. uh, there were so many suits in Spider-Man 1 that I would just throw on because I thought they looked cool. And in Spider-Man 2, I was like, all Peter's suits suck. Yeah. Miles shit. had some. Miles had some sick ones. He had some he had really, some good really, ones. really cool yeah. suits. Like the the symbiote suits for Miles are really cool too. I like those. Oh yeah, they're quite interesting looking. I really like the. It's got. I think it's called the end suit. It's the one where he's wearing like a jacket. It's kind of like yeah. an insulated looking jacket. Yeah. Uh, with his hood up or whatever. I love that one. I used that for a lot of the game. I thought it was very cool. I love uh, the, the Wakanda one, like the Black Panther. Oh, yeah, that one was one. cool too. That one was really That's cool. That's very cool. You can go yeah. to the Wakanda embassy in the game and, and Miles you will can. do the, the salute. Yeah. Um, that's a, but that's, you can't that's, do that's it that's as Peter. That's some jangling for sure. Um, you can't do the Wakandan cool. salute as Peter, which caused a little bit of... Yeah, People can't. were arguing about that. Um, well... That's silly. It makes sense. It makes sense that Miles would do it. Yeah, I mean, he's you know yeah. he's he's black, so I mean, it makes yeah. sense that he would be the character to show his solidarity. Uh, yeah. I don't care either way. I think it'd be cool if you could do it as both, but I don't, I I don't care cool that, that it's you can't a Miles do it as thing. Peter. I like that. It's like a little thing. It's like yeah. if you you know if you go there, it's like just a nice thing. For, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's like in not, this yeah, universe, like it's it. not like Peter met Black Panther anyway, so it's like yeah. you know, it makes sense that Miles would see that character as a figure that's like you know I, I respect him. Whereas Peter probably yeah. doesn't care because it's like, well, who cares about Black Panther? He's like, fucking miles away. Um, yeah. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What other side missions? Side um, bits of side content are there? Is there uh, the Marco we, stuff? Oh, uh, Marco's memories. That was, that was okay. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's Marco's kinda, like, a nice. There's nice nice bits to it like the it's kind of it plays into the sort of second chances thing that That's like true. why can't he be reformed if we're gonna accept it for our heroes why can't we accept it for our villains and i mean like, it was in the end the reason why marco went crazy is because the hunters were after him and no one was listening to him when he was trying to get yeah. help mm-hmm. um and there's you know the wholesome moment where you find out his daughter's okay and stuff like that mm-hmm. um yeah the spider bots Bit pointless. Oh god, the bit, fucking, fucking spider bots. Yeah. Oh no, that's a fucking Reddit. That's a fucking Reddit side quest. Yeah, that is. I, I, I don't like Christ. connecting Insomniac to fucking Spider Verse. Yeah, no, I don't like that. It was cause... cool as an Easter egg, like in, in yeah. across the Spider Verse, where you see like... the Insomniac design. Like, like, I don't want it to be canon to the Insomniac universe. Like, like what? what? It's so stupid because it's like. It's what happened to Easter eggs just being fun Easter eggs. They don't yeah. have to be canon. No. Like, it's sometimes it's just fun for there to be a little Easter egg and it's like, oh, it's a little reference to a thing, but it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But now these days, it's like, no, no, no. It has major implications. Like, yeah. because there's all these universes, like, Insomniac's one being there. Actually, yeah, no, this actually is canon and he actually travels through dimensions and it's like, what? Yeah. Shut up. That's like, a Sony, just... th- Sony pushed that for sure. Yeah, definitely. I don't think they that's something did. the Insomniac developers would have done of their own accord. I think that's Sony going, right, we've got two things you need to do. you got to do this Adidas fucking promotion, and yeah. you have to put Spider-Verse in there, right? And if you don't, we're fucking canning the game, you can't. Yeah. Because uh, this is going to make yeah. us a load of fucking muller. Right? And it's it's also like that thing Kevin Feige said recently where he's like, oh yeah, every Marvel film ever made is canon to the MCU now. Yeah, because like, of, shut the fuck Because up. of no, the multiverse. Isn't. When I'm watching like, Blade, what? I'm not thinking about fucking Captain America Winter Soldier. That's It's also so fucking unfair to the people that made those films yeah. to say, your film that you made is canon to my universe. Yeah. Like, like we can you. use your thing whenever we want. 
to just like bring it into the MCU now if we feel yeah, like it. Yeah, whether you. whether the movie we make is shit or not, You're we could just do it now. It's like uh, I don't like it. I really don't yeah, like it. The multiverse yeah. is the worst thing that happened to the MCU. Like a few years ago, the multiverse was seemed really cool in concept, but I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all that bullshit. I'm sick of well, Spider Verse yeah. stuff. As like I like the Spider Verse films, <clears> but I'm sick of like they're constantly being multiverse stories surrounding spider-man characters it's like why is there so much of that shit can we not just have an enclosed story with one spider-man i think that the multiverse is like really good as a concept to tell a story with i just hate that it's really just been used for references and easter eggs and like you know oh cameos i mean just wait until avengers secret wars it's gonna be a whole new level no no i won't i won't have toby Maguire sprinting through a fucking portal with robert downey jr's fucking iron man coming back oh god it's gonna be it's gonna be like because i'm not gonna fucking watch it so i'll like i'll be on twitter one <laughs> day and i'll will. just see these out of context clips where i'm like is i can't tell if this is real or not but like toby Maguire's spider-man is like you got captain america played by chris evans and and uh anthony mackie and then toby Maguire's spider-man will and andrew garfield spider-man will come through a portal and go and they'll both go on your left (laughs) (laughs) to both of them emma stone will come back but she's playing spider gwen this time oh yeah andrew garfield will be like is that gwen and she'll be like i don't even know who you are and they'll have a moment and then that's that's an epic reference to thanos as well it's fucking referencing thanos oh god jesus christ I just yeah no I can't do it. Modern superhero films yeah they suck they fucking suck. So oh, the Guardians Christ. three was really good but yeah, yeah. Part, I'll pro- I'll probably watch Spider Man four whenever that comes out. Yeah yeah for sure. That, that'll nothing be, else. That'll probably be good. Maybe I just don't. Have I you do seen Sony's them. new fucking Madam Web film? Oh yeah that came out of nowhere. <laughs> it looks like shit. It's set like what is it? It's set a long time ago right? Because Uncle Ben's in it. Oh fuck! It's set in Andrew Garfield's universe, isn't it? It's in the Morbius verse. Yeah, which apparently is the Andrew Garfield universe now. I feel so bad for Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. But yeah, you got like um, Sydney Sweeney as <coughs> yeah. Silk. Is is that? She's playing Silk. Maybe she's got I like the uh, the sort of yeah. She looks like her. I've not really paid attention to it properly. Uh, it looks like shit. It I'm looks like a sure. CW yeah, but, show in movie form. I'm pretty sure it's set in the past, right? It's when, uh, sure it's when Uncle Ben was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, wait, no, it was Peter's what? parents, wasn't it? Not Uncle no, ben. it was Aunt May, I think. Oh, well, I thought it was Peter's dad and his mum, and that's why they died. Because they uh, were S.H.I.E.L.D. They agents. Been, they, mm, they were doing something. Well, research with spiders. Which is because, like, oh, yeah, he yeah. implanted... Because, yeah, because his dad implanted Peter's DNA in the spiders. That's why he's spider-man so no actually no one else can be spider-man in that universe only andrew garfield fuck he's like the chosen one no miles morales which is so bad it's so (laughs) fucking bad like spider-man being a chosen one the whole idea is like anyone can wear the mask i fucking hate that jesus no but they're actually really good the andrew garfield spider movies they're the best films they are good they are Um, good yes they are um they're yeah apparently um i don't know if they are the best films i mean spider-man 2 is pretty fucking good I was Spider-Man joking. 1. That oh. was sarcasm. Oh, was I mean, look, I just expected that you would have done a 180 and flipped on it. Oh, uh, no, no. Those movies are atrocious. No, I like them. Um, I like the Amazing Spider-Man no, films. I like no. them. 
They're fine. I mean, I don't know why I'm saying no, you probably do. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They're fun. They're fun films, and they have some great web-slinging. Well, I mean, they're fun films in the same way that, you know, Phantom Menace is a fun film. It's not, though. It's fucking boring. If you're drunk. That um, film was actually a really bad example of a fun film. I'd say Revenge yeah, of the Sith right, is a better you're example. Right, you're right. Well, it's a shit film, but it's fun, you know. Uh, but yeah, but people also think Revenge of the Sith is a good film too. I mean, it is good. It's good for it's certain not. reasons. It's absolutely yeah, it is. not. It's no. fun. I had a good. T- I have a good time whenever not. I watch Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, because you watched it as a kid and you remember thinking it was good when you were a kid. That's why. No, I watched it for the last time like a couple of years ago. Yeah, and it's nostalgia, man. It's you're like, oh no, this is great fun. Like when you actually look at it, and you're like, why? Like why should you give a shit about anything happening? You're like, I don't know, I don't know. Because Luke, because Luke's gone. No, it's all shit. It's all fucking shit. <laughs> and Anakin goes. Anakin turns to the dark side for no fucking reason. Because Darth Plagueis the Wise. And it's so stupid. Yeah, and I mean they're not like, written well. Obi Wan's like only a Sith deals in absolutes. Which is a fucking absolute, you idiot. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's That's the true. movie is Look, dumb. It's not written well, but I love no, it. No, it's fucking dumb. I not. love Revenge it's... of the Sith. And I'll, yeah, exactly. I, I you love it. You hill. love it. You love it because you remember watching it as a kid and thinking it was epic. Because That's why you fucking fun. love it. It's a fun film. Well, to be fair, maybe if, maybe if it came out today, I wouldn't like it. But the fact of the matter is, it's fun. I have fun with it. So No, you wouldn't. Because the there's haters. so many people that shit on the sequels, but then go, oh, no, but the prequels were epic. No, they're just as bad. They're all just as fucking bad. Yeah, I think the only good Star Wars films that exist are the first three. I don't think they're released. Yeah, and even then, good. even then, Return of the Jedi is a bit fucking... That's the last you one. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, three quarters of it is set in the fucking forest with the little teddy bears. And it's like... It's the weakest out of the three, for sure. It's, yeah, very, yeah, much the weakest. But it's standing on the shoulders of those first two that did so much legwork to get it there. So it's like all of the payoffs work. It's like, I'll accept, yeah. It's it's good, it's good, it's good. The character moments work, and it's good. Look where Star Wars is now. (laughs) Yeah, in the gutter. Um, It's so bad, how bad is it? Yeah. Andor was great, though. Andor was really good. I'm not even going to watch that genuinely very very good weirdly yeah, good who's the main I... character the guy in rogue one that fucking dies so i don't give a shit i don't give a shit yeah no but the thing the thing that's so interesting about it is like the political like drama behind the scenes you've got all the you've got this like subplot with with uh mom mothma right and she's trying to fight back against the empire but it's before they've really formed the rebellion and she's like trying her best and there's all this like 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 espionage and like mutiny and all of this stuff there's fucking there's this great at the beginning like one of the first arcs is that andor is sent to like um he's on this uh i think it's just because he wants to make money or something um for his mother or whatever it is and he's on this like mission with these rebels and he's like throwing in with them because he wants the money off of the mission but there's this guy who's super passionate about what he's doing and about the oppression of the empire it's just so fucking compelling like so real too it's like it's a shame it's it's the only good thing really, they really come good. up with in like 20 years yeah and straight after that they really so be one yeah yep obi-wan <laughs> was a show that came out i try to not remember that <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got Obi Wan cutting meat <laughs> 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 on Tatooine. 
He does do that on Tatooine. And then Leia runs away from bounty hunters as a baby. Oh my god, dude. I forgot that <laughs> happened. And he, she's running through the woods and they can't catch her for some reason. <laughs> Why'd they write that chase in? They could have just, just wrote it. It's like, oh, she got caught. Why did they have to write a chase It's in? because they're trying to make her out like, oh, oh she's she always yeah. strong and stuff. And it's like, you don't have to. She's literally seven. Like, Yeah, it's fine. She's, she's allowed to become more intelligent when she gets older and is a child you know but you can also reflect her 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 you know intelligence in the conversation she have which is, she does they do yeah that. her being perceptive of obi-wan like, yeah. she doesn't have to be physically able she's seven i mean she's like it's not really like she's physically able in the original trilogy it was retconned that leia was like useful she doesn't do anything <laughs> well she's good in empire because she's a general in empire yeah, i suppose what does she actually do in empire though she does a lot of battle. Bat, bat, what the fuck was that word? She does a lot of battle, like strategy and stuff. Like during the Battle of Hoth, she's a major component in that, and oh, they do enough, lose that okay. fight. But oh, fucking like, the women commanders, um, am I right? <laughs> yeah, that's sort of irrelevant. Getting one of those um, again. <laughs> <laughs> the first and only female commander, and they're like never again. But yeah, it was, that was, it was massively retconned that Leia was like a strong woman, though, like massively. Like they, I, you know, I think they introduce later on that she beats Luke bit. in like a fucking duel in, when they were training. It's like no. Well, I guess she yeah. can do that, but it's like I mean, no, not really. She wouldn't really do that. <laughs> Being it's realistic, a, like <laughs> it is a bit weird. Like she, there is a lot. To be fair, she does do. It's it's more in a new hope that she's a bit fucking useless. True, she is. In Empire, she definitely does a lot more. Um, and, and in she Return, does of, the well Jedi, in Return of the Jedi, she's yeah, she's like direct. She's on, she's on Endor, so she's like in yeah, the she's in the yeah, she's in the fight, and she does she does save uh, Han from being shot as well or something. Fair enough, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point, point, she does stand as a kid. There, but... She shouldn't have been, you know, no, able no, to no, outrun bounty hunters. The... <laughs> so stupid, so stupid. That fucking show, <laughs> that fucking oh, show, the man. First fight, the fact that there's not only not only a fight with Vader which ends in vader living uh a second time. there's two in the show there's two Dude, when, Obi- when obi-wan's running around like a fucking quarry in yeah, the dark why? it's pitch black in the dark he's happen? just running around he ignites his lightsaber stares at vader for a bit and, and then runs just, off <laughs> runs he just looks away. so confused it's like why, why why did you have oh, that fight God. it's not even a fight it's not even a fight and then vader it's like the flames are up and Obi-Wan's on one side. And Vader, who fucking activated the flames in the first place, like, well, we can't get him. I can't use the force no, was... to just get rid of this fire. What, oh, no, it was that woman that shoots the, the flames, thing, doesn't she? The flames are there and Vader puts them out. And then she shoots it and it ignites. And he just doesn't do it again <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. What a fucking show. It's and then Obi Wan does the exact same shit that Cal Cal Cestis does in the games, like where he goes to that base and like they do that reference. Oh yeah, the the Fortress Inquisitorius. Like, that's the yeah. second time in canon that that base has been like flooded. <laughs> and they just th- they just nobody thought like oh, oh let's maybe this we class. shouldn't do this <laughs> for some reason. And then they, the way they escape is she, he hides Leia in his coat like they're fucking like two dwarves trying to get into a fucking cinema oh, in the eighties or Jesus something. Christ. It's like what is going on? Like it's like a, a loop 
Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> They're just standing on each other's shoulders oh, in a big coat and glasses. What a fucking and, show that like, is. Like, what the fuck are we doing? What the actual fuck are we doing? Who the fuck wrote that? Oh, that whole show is a disaster. The fact that anyone said that was even a little bit good is insulting. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. It was so fucking bad. So fucking bad. God, how did we even get onto this topic? We were Spider-Man. I don't know. I was talking about Star Wars. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man great 2. game. I can't think of anything Flawed. else to talk about it. Yeah, but a talk great to game. about it. Talk about it. Well, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I can't even speak no. English no more. <laughs> Let um, us know your thoughts in the comment section down below. Yeah. Did you like Spider-Man 2 or did you think it was... <laughs> Bad. Did you like Harry Osborne? No. no <laughs> Did you the... think Harry Osborne was compelling? I feel like um, half of this podcast been us ragging on Harry. <laughs> he, he needs it. He deserves some insecurities. Sure, honestly, get some fucking flaws. Maybe you'll be a good character next time. He needs to hear someone talking shit. <laughs> because he's way too happy. He is. This fucking bitch. I'm going to fucking throw some oh, dirt in his God. eye. I understood that, that reference, which oh is another reference to the popular oh, wow. cultural meme, the picture of Captain Gift Captain America. Uh, but yeah, overall, yeah. I liked Spider-Man Two. It's a great game. I recommend playing it, but it does drop the ball in in a lot of places. Yeah, and it's got you know, miles I... with a stupid suit. Everyone, fucking I can't hates. stop thinking about that Captain America meme that you just brought up. Yeah. Because I think I think that meme has got so big that people overlook how funny that joke actually is. Yeah, because it is quite funny. What What are they talking about in context of the movie? They're talking it's, about it's it's a whole movie. Like throughout the whole movie, Tony Stark keeps referencing pop culture because that's what he does. Because funny, and then and like Captain America obviously doesn't get it. But the one time he references Wizard of Oz. He gets it. That is, a funny, that is funny, to be fair. And he's like, I understood that reference, because like, I finally got finally. one. Like, that, I, I know that one. <laughs> I, I like that. That's funny. That is good. That is good. I like it a lot. Um, okay, yeah, that's it. That's it for this episode. Thank that's you all it. so much Thanks, guys. for listening. Send in your Christmas stories for next yes. episode. Please do. Christmas stories, Christmas dreams. Christmas, Christmas mishaps. Tales, you know, maybe your dad um, was like coming down the chimney to try and surprise you, dressed up as Santa. And he died while he was doing it. <laughs> he got stuck. He got stuck um, and died. And, the, and died. then the emergency responders, well, I guess they wouldn't be, the police uh, couldn't also find him. went down the chimney. Because you and thought he went missing. Died. And the police went down your <laughs> chimney. And then they never came out. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, if you, you know. And then you get charged point, for murder. Have to look up your chimney and see if there's something going there's on. There's loads of rotting some... corpses up there. And the raccoon. There's a Doctor Strange portal or something. There's a Doctor Strange portal. There's a yeah. portal scene up there. There's a portal scene. <laughs> Waiting for you. It's a Christmas present. They're all just soyjacking in your <laughs> chimney because they're so excited. Your dad's corpse is soyjacking in your <laughs> chimney. <laughs> Fuck. What the fuck? Yeah, that's yeah. Send something along <laughs> the lines Give of that if you can. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, maybe maybe the dude that does the breakfast Olympics can do Christmas-themed breakfast. Oh, yeah. That never got concluded. <laughs> no, I need that um, shit. What the fuck? Yeah. That it's would been be months. good to have. Yeah, it has been. We need we need that. Maybe he's writing up the next uh, part of the saga. <laughs> or he's just forgotten about maybe. us, which is more than likely. Well, maybe. <laughs> That's a possibility, too. Um, 
Alright. Yeah. Alright. Good, Thank you, everybody. good spoiler cast. We love you. We'll see you soon uh, for the Christmas episode. Yeah. Um, and that'll be good. That'll be your gaming. Alright. Thank you, everybody. Easy gamers. Stay safe. Goodbye we'll from me and my Dunkle Skog. Goodbye. Very soon. My little son, Bjorn. <laughs> Mine is here too. You can see him in the back. There. I'm making him He's... wave right now. Well, no, I'm not making him wave. He's waving. He just is, yeah. Yeah. You Goodbye. wouldn't force him to do that. That's no, I would never up. force my son to do anything. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, see you later, everybody. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.